Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's the size that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I regret to inform you that due to technical difficulties and most certainly not due to any legal ramifications for tweets concerning a Twitter contest involving Scott Grimes, the first segment of this podcast was lost. So that you're not frightened or confused at a lack of introductions, this episode is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler, First Mate and Security Officer Miranda Fisher, Numbers Guy Tim Treese. Alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien, and visiting military attaché commander Casey Wielden. The mission is to explore the critters. This is the official The Orville podcast. Okay, guys, so uh, Miranda had to go make her uh, mid-show drink. She'll be right back. Uh, but in the meantime, we can get started talking about this this movie we all watched. Wow. Hey, can, can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, my mic's finally working. I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Classic I'm Tim, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, I'm uh, first mate Tim, by the way, for listeners. Yeah, I wow. thought it was weird earlier. Like, I, I said Tim's here, and you never said hello or anything. I thought you were mad at me. Yeah, no, I I thought you were watching my video. I was, like, waving my hands and shouting and... I saw the video. No, I saw you, but um, I thought you were just doing your mime, some classic mime work. <laughs> I guess I should explain, too, that I, I saw that Tim wasn't talking, and I said, I'm not going to talk until Tim does. <laughs> and so I was patiently waiting. Well, that you was good. that, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I guess uh, since nobody heard Casey earlier when I introduced him, um, I'm sure I remembered <laughs> to do that. Uh <laughs> Let, let me introduce him now. We've got uh, our resident military expert, Casey, is here. Um, I'm sorry, Casey, there wasn't a lot in this movie we watched about the military. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was brushing up on the textbooks before I watched it. I was I was ready to really take it to task. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasted a lot of my life, it turns out. Hey, so, Casey, I got a question for you. What's the deal with Ensign? Um... Ensign is that's like uh it's an ancient it's an ancient term. It's it's one of those things if you dug up the the ancient hieroglyphs of Egypt you would see the word there. For as long as there's been standing armies, there's been ensigns and uh they really are the backbone of the, the standing military force. Oh wow, wow. No I kidding. for a second there I was like, What is the fuck is Tim talking about? <laughs> but then I remember, yeah. 
We had that caller like eight episodes ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> do you not all remember that? No, I do remember now. That's a good call. No, yeah, he, was, he was wrong. You guys, you guys had it right. Oh, yeah, good. I knew it. What was his name? Uh, Gary, yeah. I think. Gary. Yeah, Gary. I, I, I assume you're still listening. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, yeah. Gary, if you're listening, please call in. Uh, 785 whatever splatjob AI is the number. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we locked in Gary for life on the yeah. first episode. <laughs> Once he heard Miranda's voice, I think he was lost. <laughs> Gary, don't worry. She'll be back in a minute. She's just making a drink, though. <laughs> but yeah, so tonight, instead of the episode of the Orville, we watched, uh, Critters 2. Starring the great Scott Grimes. Uh, and I, I think I said maybe last episode, uh, I've always kind of wondered why Scott is so popular on Twitter, like with the ladies and stuff. Of course, because he's a freaking drop dead gorgeous, like mm-hmm. one of the most Boys handsome men. Angel. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The Orville Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Orville Angel. Great Twitter account. Follow them. <laughs> I think I think they might be protected, but uh, send the request in anyway because you want to see those. It's worth tweets. it. Yeah. it's worth it. Oh, it's the good content. There. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but then we discovered that he was a child actor, and he's uh, a young guy in this one. I think uh, they're trying to say he's graduated from high school in this in this movie, but he looks like a young whippersnapper to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I thought, I think he was a senior or, I don't know, I never saw Critters 1, so, um, I'm not sure. Wait, there's a Critters 1? <laughs> yeah, that's something I figured out after we watched this film. There actually was a Critters 1, and Scott Grimes also starred in that one. For some reason, I thought that he was only in Critters 2. Big mistake. No, Scott <laughs> Grimes is definitely the Marty McFly of this. Uh, whatever his, he, Bradley Brown is definitely the Marty McFly character. Yeah. Uh, this I kind of, like, I thought I, I could just skip Critters 1. I was like, they're Critters. I, I know what a Critter is. <laughs> just get right into it. But there's, like, so much backstory. There's, like, this planetary <laughs> god union that has eradication of some parasitic species and the critters are, there's so much to cover. Yeah. We got a lot to cover, but first of all, though, you, you mentioned that, yeah, there's like a planetary union out there. Do you think this Ah. is Orville extended universe? I think it is. I think this is kind of Orville origin stories. This is the prequel to Orville. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I watched this movie, I had a really bad fever, so I was kind of hallucinating, and I kept thinking I was watching an episode of the Orville where they go back in time. And then there was the shape-shifting alien, and I kept thinking, that's gotta be Seth. You know, it's gotta be. I kept thinking, one of these days, he's gonna go, I'm, I'm not this hot, <laughs> naked playboy lady. <laughs> I'm Seth McFarlane now. Or, uh, Ed, uh, Captain Orville. Captain Orville. <laughs> You would have to assume that this takes place before there was a Seth MacFarlane because the shapeshifter is always looking for the perfect human form. And if Seth MacFarlane was already around, he would have just turned into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, those shapeshifters. I'd like to have one of those in my house, you know? 
Yeah, but what if it looked at Freddy Krueger? Oh, oh my god! Oh, no. Or, or I would nerd. I would take out my Playboy right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some limit and rules to when they can change. I think also, I'm not sure what those are, but they're. This is there's a lot of critters one stuff I think that we missed. <laughs> and if they get really of, sad, they can't change anymore. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of implied lore that I think really would have fleshed out like what was happening while I was watching the movie. Yeah, and before we get to the movie, I just want to clarify for all the listeners: sometimes we do jokes and bits on this podcast, like we'll we'll say little funny things, uh, but. This is not a bit when I say that I really did think that Scott Grimes was not in Critters 1. <laughs> this, this is true. I got all these guys to watch Critters 2. <laughs> just assuming. I didn't even bother looking at IMDb. I was just like, no, I heard, I heard Scott Grimes is in Critters 2. So if I didn't hear that he was in Critters 1, then that stands to reason that he wasn't in that movie. Uh, so yeah. we all watched Critters 2. <laughs> Because yeah, you wouldn't so, say that. You would say, oh, Scott Grimes, you were in the first two Critters movies, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so going in, into this movie, um, when, you know, the bus driver at the very beginning is referencing the Brown family, I'm thinking, oh, okay, so Scott Grimes must be a cousin, you know, and he's just, like, going to turn up uh, on these Critters. He's go- He's going to discover the Critters for the first time. This but is then, like an American Pie band camp situation where his exactly. cousin goes. Yeah. Exactly. It's a one-to-one with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, although I didn't know that there was a Critters one, I was thinking that he was like supposed to be a silent replacement for some other actor that they couldn't get back. Yeah. Because they were treating him like they were treating him like he was the main character from the pr- first movie, and I was mm-hmm. like. But he wasn't in the first movie because Greggy would have told us to watch Critters 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think this is probably better. I, I'm, I'm, I think watching Critters 2 without watching Critters 1, even though it may be a worse movie, is probably better than just watching Critters 1. Um, and I don't know why, but I'm it's a full to... immersion experience. Yeah, they really just plunge you into the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's something well, like that. You know, it, where like it's like the training wheels are off because they expect you to already know <laughs> the lore. So it's playing uh, on difficult mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if we just watch Critters One, I mean, they must have left so many loose ends at the end of that movie. They they had to tie up in this one. It would have been well, so frustrating to just watch Critters One. And you don't get the reveal at the end that the one of the bounty hunters was uh, used to be like a redneck on Earth or something. Yeah, maybe. I'm drunk. <laughs> I think we were supposed to know that the whole time because at the beginning <laughs> it was implied that he came from that town or something, and they were mm-hmm. like, "You're you're you have a good life now up in space or something." Yeah. So let's let's actually talk about the movie a little bit. So in the okay. very first scene, uh, we're on a swamp. Uh, you see an egg on this swamp. I, that was like a misdirect. I, I was thinking, oh, there's that critter egg that we're going to be finding out about. But no, it was some kind of other egg, and then there was a noise. An alien jumps on the bounty hunter, and uh, the other bounty hunter kills it. They get on the ship, and then you find out, oh, that's Charlie, the guy that um, we later find out was from the town. 
Uh, and I guess he's kind of a bad bounty hunter because he gets attacked by the alien. Luckily, mm. Ugg is there to save him. Yeah. Ugg, and he has a great, like, kind of Boba Fett intro, you know, where you see him and you're just like, I'm going to remember this character. You know, yeah. I'm going to buy the action figures. And Well, Ugg is a I, total badass. Mm-hmm. Mm, totally. Yeah. He's, he slays. Yeah. I, I was thinking going into the movie... Having done, I, this will probably come up a lot. I'll just be open doing very little research on, on what this movie was. Uh, thinking it would basically be like a trolls type movie where it's like an eighties kind of comedy monster movie. And then the opening scene was like totally sci-fi and dark and violent. And well, to be fair, the violence comes back a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was. It was misdirection for me because I was like, whoa, this is like, uh, it was like aliens, basically. And then it turned back into trolls for the rest of the movie. Yeah, this is a real genre bender, this one. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I, I was expecting more of a, gre- a gremlins kind of thing. That was just my, I, I assumed it would be like gremlins, yeah. which I don't, I've maybe watched a like, couple bar- parts of. You know, I know, I know Gizmo. Um, <laughs> So I was expecting maybe there'll be one of those a good critter, but there wasn't. They're all <laughs> bad guys. Yeah, this is like a, a darker version of Gremlins because they're all bad in this one. Um, they're not as scary as the Gremlins. They don't look as scary. They look, uh, I don't know, like kind of like a mix between the Mogwai, the Gizmo, and the scary Gremlins. Um, but that was obviously what they were aping in this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, oh, go ahead, please. No, they looked like they were having fun, just like <laughs> the gremlins, but yeah. they seemed more like, uh, like, oh, we'll, we're gonna keep having fun. We're not, we're not ready to. I don't know. Were the gremlins bad? Or were they really that bad? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, like these guys were kind of like bad, and, and they kill people. Did gremlins kill people a lot? I don't know. Yeah. Someone tell me. Yeah, just asking in questions. Gremlins 1, they definitely do. In mm-hmm. Gremlins 2, they mostly just kind of, like, are silly. Okay. But in, in the first one, yeah, they, they kill a couple people. Oh, okay, so maybe they're not so good. But it's, yeah. like, funny. It, it's funny, right? When Gremlins. all those people die. <laughs> yeah, well, the, it's comedy as well. Um, I think but the, the first killing in this, in this movie is really funny. Oh yeah, there were some very funny kills in this one. <laughs> but you got to imagine the gremlins can't be that bad um if if the the bounty hunters from space didn't get called in. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm assuming that they get called in for anything dangerous. Like they got called in for the xenomorphs and mm-hmm. stuff like that too. So um you knowing this, we know that the krites are on that kind of level and this is uh, Kevin O'Brien, Doctor Alien Expert. <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about yeah. when I say these crites are very dangerous. And from now on, not- when I'm watching any movie with uh, like an alien or a creature of some sort, as long as these bounty hunters from space don't come <laughs> in, I know that these aliens are not as bad as the mm-hmm. critters. Yeah. In in all the Marvel movies, I'm thinking, okay, so. Iron Man's got this because Ugg hasn't been called in. <laughs> well, and I went back after I watched Critters 2 and watched Godzilla, and I was just thinking, 
<laughs> not that bad because I mean, he's yeah. killing a lot of people and destroying a lot of buildings. But you know, space bounty hunters haven't been called in yet, so Earth's not panicking. I'm yeah. gonna start looking in. I'm gonna start have to start rewatching a lot of films and seeing if maybe Ugg is in the background there, kind of <laughs> giving like a push, giving a little push, or you know, a guiding hand to these superheroes. I did notice that Ugg kind of went from being like extremely competent with a gun to being just like blundering and shooting everywhere, like without hitting anything. Like that very first scene, they just like Pulp Fiction style, just like shoot five of those crates at once. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of the movie, they're just like shooting wildly and like maybe hit three of them the whole time. Yeah, his confidence was shaken after. Um... After Lee? Uh, yeah, they're called Ugg and Lee. It's pretty, pretty good. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> wow. Nice, Casey. Good job. Nice. This is why we brought you here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, you know, when his buddy, uh, died, who, at, near the end, I thought, oh, wait, is he still alive? Because I wasn't sure who was who. I thought, uh, but yeah. So, um, after yeah, he his performance was affected by that. You know, like any any cop or any, you know, I'm sure you know, like in the military and stuff. If something goes wrong, it'll affect your performance. Yeah, you get shaken. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a numbers thing too. It's just you have your performance <laughs> numbers, you have your stats, and it's all a roll of the die. You know, you get that if you get the yips number too high, you start missing shots you should be making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. uh Back on the spaceship. His numbers. Sorry, go ahead. On the spaceship. Back on the spaceship. They they put the uh, head of that alien into their big pile of heads that they have. Um, but they get a call. Now this is this reminds me of the Krill and the Orville again because we've got a very sexy, sexy alien um, calling Ugg and Lee to tell them that not all the critters are killed. He's got that white skin that I love. You guys know how I am about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, just a giant head, like so mm-hmm. big. I, I don't know how, yeah. and a, and a really small neck. I don't know how he must have some mm-hmm. kind of a, like an anti-gravity headband or something going on. It's a no really gag. strong, tiny neck. No <laughs> gag reflex. That's, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking for, you know? Uh, but yeah, so the, it turns out they didn't kill all the critters. Um, I guess they were not able to scan for these eggs, but they were the, the bounty hunters, but the aliens were able to from space mm-hmm. or whatever. And they run and a took... test that is uh, infallible. It is yeah. the perfect test. So they question it, but really they shouldn't because this is a test that is, mm-hmm. you know, now, there's I no way it could be wrong. The problem is the egg test just takes two years to go mm-hmm. through because that's how long it's passed on Earth since the events of Critter was one. Um, so those eggs did not hatch during that time. Well, this gives us a little insight on the, um, you know, gestation period of the, mm-hmm. uh, crite egg. And that's really interesting for someone like me to learn more about, you know, I'm, <laughs> so I turn, I, I watch in critters too, and I'm immediately taking notes and learning so much more about this species. Well, part of being an expert is that you're always learning. That's, mm-hmm. That's a big part of it. I mean, it's the it's the deep lore and the extended universe that really fleshes out those. Um, there's the novel series and then just the Wikia. I can go through the Wikia <laughs> for the Critters universe. I mean, gestation period, like 
um, different types of sexual behavior of the Krites, mm-hmm. like um, what the refractory period is for Krites, and like mm-hmm. you know, just I can go on forever. It just it's like click click click, you know, and suddenly I'm like, what the heck? Where did I yeah. even start with this yeah. stuff? You know? Yeah, you fall in that Krite <laughs> hole. Yeah. Where did my day go? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so exactly five minutes into the movie, that's where we are now, uh, Scott Grimes shows up on the bus. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, he has that talk with the bus driver. Um, they go through town. We see that the Easter egg hunt is coming. Oh, and we saw some eggs a little earlier. Two yokels found them. Uh, so I, I, I wonder if a, these two things are going to be related. I don't mean to slow our progression <laughs> to this movie. Oh, yeah. But that conversation with that bus driver, you know, the the beginning of the movie is when I normally am paying the most attention. Uh, (laughs) So so I was really into this conversation. And the way this bus driver would talk to him, he would say, basically, be like, oh, have you heard about uh, what's famous about, uh, what is the name of this town again? Like something bend? Some kind of bend, yeah. Grover's Bend? Yeah, he's like, well, what is that about Grover's Bend? Every, everything, he's like, he's like, oh, have you heard about the Brown family? Yes. He was very, uh, I don't know, I, I liked his patter, the way he was talking. It was, um, it seemed like a device that the writers used to fill in some backstory, but it, it failed in both directions. Like, for people who already knew the plot, it felt unnecessary. And for me, who had no idea, I got <laughs> nothing from it. I was like, okay, so this kid's part of a family, and something happened. You were there when that thing happened. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we need okay. more details for this to actually be useful. Yeah, and then they talk, I, when they talk to the sheriff, he's like, oh, don't talk about those things or whatever they are. So, you know, they keep the mystery up for a while if you're first time in this universe. I am I the only one who seeing the bus and the countryside and then some of the initial shots of the town and like the way Scott Grimes was dressed Scott Grimes Whoa. was dressed sorry but have my orbit there uh, and um did anyone else really think this was taking place in the 50s for like the yeah. first few minutes yeah. And then that was unclear for a long time. And then there was something about like an arc. I don't know, there was something that was very 80s. And I was like, oh, this is the 80s. But like 30 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they had that scene with the uh, Ford truck that when it wouldn't start. That was. Uh, they oh, they talk about Peugeot. Oh, OK, that's true. Yeah, that's how I always know when I'm watching a movie. <laughs> I divide all time can... before Cujo and after Cujo. I was watching the God. I was watching the Godfather, and then and there is a scene in a restaurant, and you look in the back, and somebody's actually talking, mouthing the word Cujo, and I'm thinking, <laughs> wait, what? What time is this actually taking place? And it kind of really puts a really big spin on that movie if you if you rewatch it now. Uh, I gotta I gotta rewatch now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great cultural references in this movie. Uh, that was one of them. Uh, I, I, I've, I've made note of a couple of them, so we'll come up with them later on. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the two dumb guys find these alien eggs, or I guess the one guy found it first, and he was selling it to the other guy for a case of beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then when they get back to town, uh, the guy stiffs him. He was supposed to give him, uh, some good brand of beer, but it was just generic beer. So he took oh. two cases and some Playboys. That piss water. Yeah. 
It, it's that brand where the, the label actually is just white with the black letters that say beer on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I drank back in college. It's like that box water. Um, that, 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 that just says water on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really good for the environment. It's actually better for the environment to have box water than tap water. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's that piss water, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, um, I don't know if you saw this, but I saw a documentary about how they make Miller Lite is they just take tap water and then the factory workers take turns peeing <laughs> in it. And they go, Oh man. That's brood. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Are you I kidding fucking- me? We're putting light beers on blast tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It's time, guys. It's time. Let's take it down. Dilly dilly, am I right? (laughs) I would take them down, but sometimes, you know what? I like drinking one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes the hops are too much. The only problem is when you uh, you piss it out afterwards, it's the exact same as when it came in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, we're we're in the interior of the Hungry Heifer. Now, this is a classic, mm-hmm. classic part of this movie. Every mm-hmm. time you go in, you hear the jingle. Uh, yep. Uh, oh, I love it. <laughs> they're famous for their burgers and their buffalo chips. You can get a moo shake. Mm. Uh, it's great. And the, the 80s nerd guy that's in a lot of movies... Is in this movie. And, uh, who, who is that guy? I don't is know. He in, like, but Revenge of the Nerds, maybe? He he's might a, be. He's Mandark from Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, like I've, I've heard him on cartoons, definitely. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, wait. <laughs> I just typed Dexter's Laboratory, and the, the second suggestion is Dexter's Laboratory Mandark. Wow. There you go. Wow. Listening to me. They know uh, you've been watching Critters, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. He went Googling Critters, too. and Eddie Deason. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. That's a recognizable name. I didn't, no, I'm not joking. That actually is. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, so Heifer, Heifer House, right? The Heifer House? Hungry, the Hungry Heifer. The Hungry Heifer. So this, to me, was like, we're still in the... Be- Sometimes I like the beginning of a movie best, like before anything happens, and it's just a slice of life of some place <laughs> that I've never been, like this quiet town in, in the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah, I would say so. I like... I Honestly, I could watch just a period piece that's just... We would see characters come in and out of Heifer House all day and just interact and for 95 minutes. For me, mm-hmm. that's like the perfect movie. So this was maybe my favorite scene of the movie. <laughs> well, and you get a lot of drama here because... Uh, the dumb guy that just sold the eggs for some beer, uh, he comes in and sexually assaults our female lead of the movie. Uh, he gets right up on her, kissing all over, and uh, holds on to her. Uh, but that's when Scott Grimes makes his appearance in town. Uh, like everybody has seen him, like on his way in on the bus, and everyone has remarked on how, oh, Bradley Brown is back in town. Uh, so. I guess it wasn't a total surprise, but uh, he comes in, stops this dumb guy from uh, making moves. And uh, now this is kind of funny because he actually gets beat up a little bit. He gets thrown mm-hmm. out of the hungry heifer. Yeah, I laughed. And that's like, <laughs> that's the funny part about this movie is um, just like watching Sky Grimes kind of get, get kicked around. Cause you know, <laughs> you know, cause well, cause you know how big and strong he's going to be one day. And yeah. 
And so you're kind of laughing at the bully, like, oh, shit, you don't even know it's coming. And I, I would not be surprised if, uh, you know, Scott Grimes, the actor, has gone back and, like, just brutally murdered that, that other actor <laughs> <laughs> for doing that to him when he was a younger guy, even if it was just in a movie. Mm. Well, I like to I imagine know. he's using his Orville sweepstakes money <laughs> to buy a ticket to find that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. Are you making a note to edit that comment out? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, uh, my next note is, okay, so the, the girl comes around and picks, uh, Scott Grimes up in her truck after he gets thrown out of the hungry heifer and uh they had a little conversation in the truck where uh apparently they're the same age <laughs> scott <laughs> scott looks a lot younger than this this girl to me yeah he looks like 12 tops and she looks like 18 19 <laughs> yeah yeah and i think in this conversation they talk about how she is still a senior in high school or maybe she was a senior when he went to the high school. I don't know, because she's a reporter for the paper, but maybe she, because her dad owns the paper, maybe she's allowed to do that while she's in high school. Seems I think like she's a, small a senior. Town. I think she's a senior and Scott Grimes graduated last year, so he's 18. <laughs> yeah. So he's even older than she is. Yeah. Yeah. But women, you know, they mature faster than men do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And she looks like, you know, a late teenager, and he doesn't have a single facial hair yet. <laughs> Perfect. They're coming. That's the good part, watching, is that you know <laughs> that they're coming. It's like oh, yeah. foreshadowing for the Orville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got that red, you know, five o'clock shadow all the time in the Orville. Uh, let's see. So then there's an old lady. She She's uh Scott's... Aunt. I don't like her at all. <laughs> she's kind of a uh, crunchy. She's a, uh, you know, she's a real vegetarian type, real hippie. <laughs> um, she owns a daycare center, and she's also in charge of the town Easter egg hunt. Mm. Um, so she takes a little girl with her to the junk shop guy to buy some eggs she heard about. Um, these happen to be the very same Crichton eggs that were sold for beer a minute ago. Um, she purchases half of these eggs, I would say about 10 eggs for $20. Um, I, this is like a mid-80s movie, so I don't know. This, this is like, you know, 30 years ago or whatever. That seems, even today, that seems like a lot to spend <laughs> on uh, eggs to for little kids to go hunting mm-hmm. for in an Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know they had to set it up that way so that you, for the for the dramatic stakes of having you know all these town <laughs> children put in uh, harm's way. Well, I think why that's we... about five hundred dollars in today's money. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you imagine what two cases of beer and three pornos worth of it, so half of that <laughs> for the eggs basically, and yeah. then uh, and then you get whatever. <laughs> Whatever that's about around twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? Oh my gosh. Ooh, she made it back. <laughs> yeah, she made her drink, guys. Miranda's back. Uh she made her drink. Uh, uh that's yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I had to make uh, cubes. 
Miranda, we're about ten minutes into this movie. <laughs> Uh, I also didn't watch the movie. So. Oh, okay. uh, no, Miranda. <laughs> I was uh. making my drink. <laughs> <laughs> it took you so long to make that drink. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, 35 minutes in at this point. <laughs> to this half of the episode. I mean, we're what? Two and a half, three hours into the whole episode now? Just about, yeah. I mean, this could be its own episode now, though, because Miranda's... Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miranda's yeah. keeping her consecutive streak. That's right. I never miss an episode. <laughs> okay, so uh, the old lady gives the little girl one of the eggs as payment for coming with her. Um, what? Yes. <laughs> That's really what happens in this movie? That- well, that does happen. Yeah, you have like to remember that. Scott Grimes is in it, so it's a good movie. <laughs> I don't like the fact yeah. that this old lady yeah. has control over these young children <laughs> and that she's just giving them bright eggs and she knows <laughs> she, and I feel like she knows she buy she's buying them from some criminal type, you know? <laughs> right. So that, that was a very shady transaction. <laughs> so I might not have been paying the most attention when yeah. I watched this movie, yeah, but I had this guy in like a abandoned warehouse with like like across <laughs> like from a like a some some Russian mobsters you know opening a trunk of a Lincoln Town car with like twelve cray eggs inside and she's just got, like rabid pit bull at the door. <laughs> she's just got a little blonde girl with her. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. She's a she's working for the Kreitz. It's <laughs> my opinion. Oh, that's, that's an interesting theory. theory. So what? <laughs> basically, yeah, basically. <laughs> universe, yeah. Uh, so why were people not more skeptical of these eggs? Because everyone knew there was a critter massacre a couple yeah. years ago, but they didn't. I mean, they didn't know it was. Some people thought it was not real, but it seemed like everyone mm-hmm. was pretty sure it was real. And then these obviously alien eggs were <laughs> making their run through the town, and people were just like, "Those are some weird eggs, man." Yeah, it's possible that the other town people just thought they were like you know, bad, hairy avocados or something, because that's what they looked like. Yeah. Like, they weren't attractive eggs. I don't know why the lady was spending, you know, $2 well, each for them. And wasn't she a really outspoken them. vegan? Yeah, she was. Wasn't she a really outspoken vegan, too? Yeah. Well, she, so why, she gave them vegetables instead of um, candy. Mm-hmm. But then she also gave them candy later, so she's, like, contradicted <laughs> herself. And she painted those eggs, so she got them, and she was like, "I don't like how these look, so I'm gonna, paint, yeah. I'm gonna paint them a different color." Yeah. She spent, you know, five hundred dollars on them, but <laughs> yeah. So she got half the eggs. The uh, the criminal guy still kept half, and uh, as she's leaving, the camera pans over, and we see, oh my god, there's a heater on these eggs. Terrible mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Did we That's see bad. that? Did we see oh, that? Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's I didn't bad. catch that. <laughs> well, the thing is, Miranda, there are crites in these eggs. They're uh, critters. They're Friggin terrible crites. monsters. There's crites. Yeah. Crites are in this egg. Tired of these mother effing crites and these mother <laughs> effing cr- eggs. <laughs> Has anybody said um, Jacob crites yet? No, I, I was thinking no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. No, but it makes you think. <laughs> Go check out our sister podcast, Grand Moff Talk- Talkin'. 
Uh, let's see. We miss you, Jacob. Come back. <laughs> um, the critters hatch. They eat the dog, and then they eat the man. Uh, it, man, that this was, was very scary. Scene. Yeah, it was. Scary. Oh yeah, definitely. It was sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog. I didn't think the dog deserved to die. No, I mean it was sad, but and Kev, I'm sure you can appreciate this. <laughs> Are you guys hearing that? Yeah, it's Miranda <laughs> laughing. Miranda's making oh. another a, a, a new drink. <laughs> it's not showing me her. Okay, uh, I don't remember what I was saying. I think she might be lagging a little bit or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, I remember what I was saying. It was really, it was really sad when all those dogs died. But Kevin, you can probably appreciate this. It, um, there's only one dog. Right? <laughs> it was also really beautiful, like just the the nature aspect of it. You know, it was really, it was like poetry in motion to see. Um, yeah, for them to grow. Um, I, I it's not man's place to judge nature. It's true. That was like the shape of water. Yeah. There's a scene very similar. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen it, where the um, where the water monster uh, kills an animal, and you're like, oh, it's still, you know. So these crites are just like, you know, they're just animals. It's just in their nature. Mm-hmm. They're just doing mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Who are we to blame them? Their nature is to eat live meat or to eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> Lettuce. One of the two. <laughs> Just squeeze or to get to some comic mischief, or to randomly decide that their only strategy is to ball up into one huge ball instead of separately killing everyone in the town with ease. Or to hold <laughs> their a, nature. Hold, hold a spatula, flip some burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually did laugh at that part. That was really funny. I, I liked when one of them had like a pair of really big scissors and was just chopping up the lettuce, kind of. Or were they tongs? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But they were just kind of fluffing yeah, the he was lettuce, just throwing it around. They were just yeah. tossing that lettuce. He's like, ah, make it look nicer. <laughs> yeah, this is a little farther ahead, but I did love where the the one critter looked in the the mirror and he said. Bitchin'. <laughs> I mean, he said it in an alien language, but it was cool. It was subtitled. Okay, subtitled the nonsense. But if you if yeah. you can't read, you kind of knew what he was saying. Because <laughs> that 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 was a good little bit of a back, you know, uh, world building there, where we find out that the critters are actually uh, sentient beings, and they have a language, and they can talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're still a little bit farther back in the movie. Uh, Scott Grimes, he's back at home with his aunt, uh, looking through his stuff. He's got a, a communicator for the bounty hunters, and he also has a still from the previous movie, uh, that he talks to. Uh, it has Charlie, the town drunk, who's now a bounty hunter on it. He says, where are you, Charlie? He doesn't know that he's up in space. Oh, man. I missed that scene. Yeah. Apparently they must have been friends in the previous movie. Yeah, because Charlie said his only friend was a little boy back when he was getting that, like, when uh, Ugg was, like, talking to him like he was Mighty Joe Young, he was like, Charlie, help. And then Charlie was like, Charlie, only have one friend. Like, they've been talking in, like, baby talk this entire time. Uh, Um, But he said his, his only friend was a little boy. Yep. And uh, the little girl is back at home. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, I don't know what to do here. 
No, you're fine. You're fine. We can hear okay. you now. Okay. Miranda went off to make another drink. We didn't announce it. <laughs> uh, uh, I've tried it with on my phone, like with the data, and I've tried it with the Wi-Fi, and nothing is working. Oh, okay. Uh, try it with ice and uh, like water. It's <laughs> 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 hard to make a drink with cell data. <laughs> mm. Mm. Miranda likes that joke. <laughs> where were we? Uh, yeah, so the little girl, we've, we've got a, a fun moment here where you wonder whether or not this little girl is going to get murdered by the space alien. <laughs> uh, when the critters are new, they're very easy to kill, it mm. seems like. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dad comes in to check on her because she keeps coughing. Uh, he steps on a critter and he just utterly annihilates this thing. <laughs> it like disintegrates under his foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so there was the probably two long series of shots of her sleeping in different positions and then like from coughing above. Yeah. And the critter's point of view. And uh, I don't know if anyone else noticed, but the geometry made no sense. Like, her arm was almost touching the floor, even though like her elbow was on the corner of the bed. And it like then later on, it was like it it just, it just didn't make any. I don't really have a point. It just didn't make any sense. Wow, As a numbers guy, I just can't let that geometry slide. The geometry, I it's a blessing and a curse to be a numbers trust guy. Trust me, Tim. I'm <laughs> I can't seeing, turn it off. I'm seeing circles. I'm seeing squares. I'm seeing triangles. And when I see them all together and they don't make sense and the geometry <laughs> is just not working out for me. I'm taken out of the film. Well, well, literally everything is triangles. I don't know if you, if you know this, but everything what's, is triangles. What's look triangles? At, look at a pizza. Look at everything pizza. is triangles. <laughs> look at a give, pizza. It starts give, in a give eight examples of triangles. The little girl, the first critter, the second critter, the third critter, the fourth critter, the fifth critter, the sixth critter, the sixth, and Scott Crimes. <laughs> Okay, well, I haven't seen it, so I guess I believe you. No, yeah, they're all trans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're we're at the scene of the uh, egg hunt. Everybody is like we were saying earlier. Everybody is painting these two dollar a piece eggs, like just as though they're normal eggs. Like, <laughs> if that was what the plan was, why not just use normal eggs at every point? Um, I mean, they needed to have the critter eggs there for the movie. I get that. Uh, what, but, uh, you know, what kind of Easter egg hunt has just regular eggs? Like this lady has no idea what's in these <laughs> eggs, so she's yeah. so she's like, I'm gonna get these eggs. Who knows what's in them? It could basically, just be could be basically, some rare bird inside. <laughs> basically, every character at every point in the first like 15 or 20 minutes of the movie should have been going like, What is wrong with these <laughs> eggs? This is insane. <laughs> They're like green and They're leathery, crusty and leathery. Yeah. It was kind of like when a, a superhero, like, their disguise is like a tiny mask covering their eyes and no one can recognize them. And it's, I, I think you're supposed to suspend. And they can't see anything. <laughs> oh, because their eyes are covered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but everybody acts as though they can actually see things. That's. <laughs> Yeah. That's, the just just, that's, why, that's why these superheroes are always smashing through walls and stuff. <laughs> you think it's because they're strong and they're trying to use shortcuts, so they just don't know where they're going. The only honest superhero is Daredevil. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only superhero that doesn't lie. <laughs> that's why he's the best. That's the best superhero movie. <laughs> that and Electra, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so Scott Grimes' aunt has talked the new sheriff into dressing as the Easter Bunny. Uh, he is very mad about this. Um, and the, the costume doesn't really fit him right. He's having trouble. Uh, he, he's afraid. I, I don't remember what the word he had for his penis in this was. It was weird though. It didn't, it didn't make sense. I don't remember. But, uh, he, he was afraid kids would see his dick. He's messing with, uh, this costume. And while he's doing this, the critters all hatch out in there where they've been hidden as the Easter eggs. And, uh, they all come and fly into his costume through the dick hole there and i assume bite his dick off well, well first of all like what what was he doing he was like trying to get his he's trying to get the suit on and then he decides to just start hopping he's like oh right that was the very he's like oh let me just he i don't know he was getting to his bunny character or what he was doing so i i don't know oh sorry i i don't know if if I saw the original cut of this movie. I, you guys probably just saw like the theatrical cut. And, um, there were a lot more subtitles than just the one, uh, bitchin' line. So <laughs> oh, really? in this scene, when they're jumping around inside a suit, there's like a ton of subtitles flashing all across the screen, like, gobble up that dick and like, <laughs> man meet ahoy. And like, yum, 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 so bloody. <laughs> Save one of the balls for me. <laughs> it added a lot of color. I mean, it sounds like you guys didn't have that same experience. No, I was lost. I was like, what are they doing? They, they just eat dicks? Is that all they eat? Uh, I looked it up. He calls his dick his Tehachapi. Yes, his Tehachapi. What? what the fuck? <laughs> what is Does it say what is that, that is, thing? Casey? Uh, Tehachapi is a mountain range indicating the start of Southern California, apparently. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so he's saying it's big? Yeah, he's got a big old hog. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder so, the creators so yeah, have jumped for he it. He gets eaten <laughs> while everybody else is in church service. Uh, yeah. For Easter church service. And this is like, and then the, it, I thought this scene played out like very, like it was so dramatic that it was, it was actually hilarious. Uh, I, I got a good laugh out of this. Of, yeah. Of when the bunny smashed through the, uh, whatever they were, the stained glass windows. And he somehow had like bullet holes in him at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, the, the critters had chewed back through. To get away from him or whatever, because they weren't. Were they on him when he was when he came in the? No, people I don't think didn't so. see him. They just saw the dead sheriff. So they like made their, they they got their big you know bite out of his tehachapi, <laughs> and then <laughs> they shot back through the uh his chest to get out of there before they could be discovered. Yeah, but everyone's just what, everyone's what just through- enjoying their nice uh, church service and. And I, I thought they were going to, like, go back outside and see him. So it kind of, it, like, gave me a little shock almost when I saw him when he burst through that window and and everybody just screamed really loud. Eh, it's a good scene. Why did he burst through the window if they weren't attacking him anymore? 
It was just for, well, it, it was so dramatic. It was so cool. Right, exactly. <laughs> like a lot of the a lot of the the deaths. The, there actually aren't that many deaths now that I think of it, but a lot of the deaths have a very dramatic edge to them. Like uh while he's being eaten, it cuts away to where the bounty hunters come down from space. Uh like so like while he's being eaten, we've got like a 10-minute scene where the the one alien sees the Playboy babe and he becomes a naked lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And then, then the We're guy jumps that, out. Right? So yeah, well, okay, I guess right, we should right, talk right, about well, that right now. I forget what's hey, happening. Can I make a request, guys? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen this movie yet, so please, no spoilers. <laughs> really. Gotcha. Really unfair to me, some of the stuff that's been we'll talked about so know. far. We'll let you know when we get into spoiler territory. So far, <laughs> this is all in the trailer. If you've seen the trailer. We're just um, speculating what might happen in a sequel to Critters 1. That's all we do. <laughs> yeah, this is our improv on people who haven't seen... Our suggestion was people who haven't seen Critters 1. podcast on Critters yeah, so the, the bounty hunters, they come down to Earth. We got Charlie, we got Ugg, and we've got No Face Lee. Uh, the, these bounty hunter aliens, they generally, you know, most of the time they don't have any faces. They just have a, like a white sock over their head. They look kind of like, uh, uh, like a macadamia nut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then to blend in on a, on an alien planet, they, they sort of, uh, imprint on a person they see. And uh, they take on their form. Mm. Now, I assume in Critters One, like uh, from something I heard on the on the spaceship, uh, Ugg had seen some kind of a rock star or a musician, and he took on his form, and he kept that like for most of the movie. Uh, but whereas Lee never imprinted on anyone until Critters Two, uh. where he sees a Playboy magazine, and. Uh, well, Charlie finds it first. He's looking through this magazine. Uh, he says, Oh, I, I love this magazine. Great articles. And, uh, he, Lee takes it from him, opens Which, it up. Funny original take on Playboy. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Charlie has been in space for two years. He hasn't seen, you know, he hasn't seen any babes lately. A man has needs. <laughs> so he was really excited to see this Playboy. <laughs> I have a feeling that there was a lot of fan requests from after Critters One for one of these uh, bounty hunters to transform into just like a kind of a really hot chick so you can see her boobs. Who doesn't know what clothes are? It's like yeah. what are yeah. clothes? <laughs> so yeah, Lee with without a form takes the magazine, um, opens it up, and uh, starts like shaking, and. Uh, it it it, go, it goes to a shot of the chest of this alien, um, where like <laughs> these balloons start going out inside so, of it, and it was like balloon sounds. I don't did my mind put that in there? It was like, <laughs> no, I think it was. I think yeah. That really happened. Yeah, uh, and so much so that it breaks this alien fr- fabric. Um, it just completely falls off, and that that it, it's like a it's like a flat chest like starts to grow 
in in this shot here, and it, it was very unsettling to me. It was not a sexy scene at all. I was just going to ask, is this a sexy scene? Or is it, not? <laughs> it was really weird. Uh, I liked uh, it. it's like do i like these boobs it's like i think i like these boobs but i just watched them grow out of uh this guy's like flat chest you know i don't know i mean well so to me it was asking a really interesting philosophical question of if you've got like a a male coworker, like you're not that you're not emotionally close but you know each other pretty well and you're like he's really his boss so there's kind of that dynamic too if he just turned physically identically into a sexy playboy model like would you hit that you know like would you hit that and i'm like "Ah, i don't know Maybe. Well, in charlie's case he has he is like very horny i think yeah he was definitely the ass So, uh, yeah, so that happens. Uh, Charlie remind, or gets Lee to put on <laughs> clothes again, uh, cause she was gonna walk away and go kill the crates. Um, let's see. Where are we at? Yeah, so he comes through, uh, the, the sheriff pops through the window. Uh, he's dead. He scares everybody. Everybody goes away. And, uh, Scott Grimes, he immediately knows what's going on. These are the critters. They're back. He's back. They're back. Um, we have to fight these things. Uh, he, he tells his girlfriend, I don't remember what her name is, the, the woman. I guess it's not really his girlfriend. They barely know each other. <laughs> but, uh, he, he tells her this, these are the critters. She says, well, we need to get somebody. We need to call somebody. This was a very funny cultural reference because he says, who are we going to call? Critter Busters? Yeah. Mm. That was really, that was really funny. I like that. that took me like a few seconds, and then they... once I got it. Is that what they did? Did they call it Critter Busters? Well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> I guess you could say they did. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's just say some critters got busted. <laughs> and uh, they might have gotten called, too. Yeah. Let's leave it at that and move on. <laughs> um, I think that now that we're going through it, I think that was the point when I went, okay, this is actually the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, they go back. Who who was it? They go back to. Oh, the reason why they go back to the, the junk guy's place is because some lady stops them on the way, I think, to go see the sheriff, the old sheriff was the plan scott grimes and the girl they were going to go see the old sheriff uh but but her co-worker at the paper stops her and says there's weird noises coming from the junk shop uh so they go to knock on the door and the guy that died like last night basically like falls out of the the door uh so the critters must have set him up that way Maybe thought, gave him a little push or something. I thought this was a good scene because it showed how tough Scott Grimes was when he said <laughs> it was with the two ladies and he said, no, you guys go in the truck and I'll just walk. And he goes, but follow me. He goes, like, get in the truck, but follow me. So he's walking. <laughs> he walks maybe like he has, there's like that's 10 feet is like the distance he's going to walk. And they like are creeping behind him in the truck at a slow speed for these ten feet. It was a very, very cool scene. And <laughs> I don't know. 
It was good. Yeah, it was really it was good. good. I said, I said, this is a good scene because if he has to run back to the truck and it's like ten feet away rather than four feet away, you know, he's gonna die. So. Oh, true. Yeah, that's smart. But he, you know, he has experience with these things. Mm-hmm. I think. We think. Have some first maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how fast he is. That, that was my thing. I don't know. In Critters 1, maybe he did a lot of running, and I would have thought, <laughs> okay, if he's slow, I understand why he needs this truck right there. <laughs> yeah, so they get back in the truck. They go see the sheriff. He says... Uh, Wait, this is, oh, the yeah, part, this is the part where they were attacked, right? Yeah, they were attacked. So this, uh, I think, I think this is the first point where I like openly laughed at this movie <laughs> because it was so like it was clearly just like a bunch of people behind camera throwing these fuzzballs <laughs> right, at yeah. the truck and they had no consistency and also the physical abilities of these critters are so variable throughout the movie based on what the plot needs them to do like they're shooting like bullets into that guy's tiny little slit in his uh bunny costume and then they Mm -hmm. like one of them almost makes it into this wide open truck window but they're kind of just like bouncing off the truck and then when they drive away (laughs) so i love they're all rolling behind it because they that's how they move as they roll Mm -hmm. but the truck you see the truck come down the driveway and then make a hard right and go down the road into the distance and they all roll uh past it or after it down the driveway and then just keep going straight because they're just like basketballs with fuzz on them. So like obviously the special effects people couldn't make them turn. But you just watch them all go into the grass and then just like stay there. Yeah. <laughs> so badly done. There was a couple of points where like the people who were throwing, obviously throwing the balls at the car were like, like the direction was like, don't make it in the window. And like a couple right. came close and you're like, Oh, is it going in? You know? Well, and like one of them made it into the window and the, the woman was like, kind of pretty easily fighting it off from biting her when mm-hmm. at other points in the movie, these things are like totally indefensible. They yeah. just like a bullet at you and all they are is sharp teeth. And then she was kind of like, ah, it's close to me. Stay away, critter. Yeah. The first guy who died, it lashed onto his foot and it was, a, it was when it was still small and it lashed onto his foot. And then instead of, you know, it coming away, you know, you know, with his foot bloody, it literally took a large chunk out of his, Foot, you know, like, like where the Kreitz mouth was. I'm gonna call him Kreitz. The Kreitz mouth was, it was missing that foot part of the foot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the inc- a little inconsistent on their ability, like you said. Yeah. Well, during this part, I was wondering, like, in the in the reality of the movie, was that window closed? Like, why would they have the window open? <laughs> <laughs> because. Yeah, it seemed like nothing was getting in the window when it, it, it's a huge window that is obviously open, but I, I don't know. I, I guess I was wondering, like, was it on the production itself, was it like there was some reason why they couldn't shut that window? Because all they yeah. had to do was have one line of dialogue towards the beginning to be like, ah, this old truck, the window stuck down, and that's it. And then like, it's explained. But instead, they were like trying to start the truck, and it wouldn't start, and then they just never considered closing the window. And that old truck, it had such a you know, terrible time starting starting it, and then the rest of the movie, it was fine, you know. Maybe they, maybe somebody serviced it immediately after. It was like, oh, your spark plugs are a little old, you know. You won't have this problem again. 
Uh, let's see. So yeah, they go to the sheriff. Uh, he says, "Oh yeah, Miranda's making a noise, but that's okay." Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what the that's what the, that the sheriff noise? says when they. Was that the noise yeah. I was making? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, we, we got it loud and clear. Okay. Man, I was wondering how's your day been? Um, it was okay. Sure. I went I went on a a what I thought was a date that was not oh. a date. Oh, um, with whom? And, um, with a young man who I had hung out with previously. In a non-Plutonic context, so I think hmm. it was reasonable for me to make this uh, assumption. Yeah. Um, and then we hung out like for not very long, for like an hour, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not dating right now because I'm like dealing with all, a bunch of stuff, so I have to focus on what's right for me." And like, I'm I'm giving a very like uncharitable impression of him. He's very nice. I like him, but it's it like <laughs> I was like, okay. Is there any chance he listens to the podcast? Or, like, will ever listen? That's what I keep thinking about. What if he does? What if we become best friends? And I'm like, check out this podcast that I do about the orbit. Don't listen to the Critters episode. Listen to every episode. I know what you can do. So give his not real name here, and the next time you see him in a week, be like, it's funny, the same thing that happened to us, like, a week ago, just happened to me again last night with this guy, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, you're lagging. Did you want me to? Do you want me to keep okay. talking? I can talk more. Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Talk about what you think is gonna happen <sighs> next in Critters too. <laughs> oh no! Now I think I'm disconnecting. Train station. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here I am again. All right. <laughs> well, let me finish eating these chocolate covered almonds. Mm. Mm. They're kind of like little critters, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a critter over here. Um, okay. Okay, so should we, uh, did, did I miss anything about Miranda's day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did. Yes. Talk a lot about her Actually. not <laughs> But w- with the intention of it not being on the podcast. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. so we'll continue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is when we get our next Hungry Heifer scene where the critters are going friggin' nuts in that place. They're throwing, uh, I think there was a salad bar in this place. They're throwing mm-hmm. lettuce all over the place. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the the one is flipping burgers with the spatula. Uh, they're just chowing down on all this different, you know, hamburger Squeezing, restaurant stuff. Squeezing ketchup and mustard oh, yeah. bottles. I really like this scene. I thought this was. I I laughed like <laughs> it was really good. These critters are funny. I um I'm gonna have to take the anti on this debate. Uh, I thought it was really disrespectful to the hungry heifer to to be making it funny that it was being disrespected in that way. I think it was a tragic scene. I mean, the owner built it up with his bare hands and yeah, I haven't seen a, a hungry heifer <laughs> anywhere in my in in all of Florida. I don't know how it is out there. But I think that was the be. last one. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> after, after the critters got to it, the, the franchise <laughs> ended. 
And it, and it put a real tragic spin on their 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 theme, their jingle that plays every time you're anywhere near it. Yeah. <laughs> the owner filed for bankruptcy like the next month after <laughs> after the critters left town. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. when the bounty hunters they come in, they start kicking some critter ass. They just, just shoot the heck out of them. This was a cool reveal scene when they revealed a piece of information we hadn't had before, which is that all the stools in the Hungry Heifer are made out of styrofoam. Because <laughs> he just picked it up and, like, with one finger, just pulled one of the four legs off. <laughs> Scott Grimes well, did that? I no, wish. this was Ugg or Lee. I don't remember. I think it was Lee. It was Ugg. Sorry. Her names are Ugg and Lee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, yeah. but also, what this also this scene also established is that if you well, if you hadn't noticed earlier, all of the 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 uh, guns look like penises. <laughs> yeah, they all have that weird like uh, retraction thing that they extend out. They you yeah. always shoot from the hip, you know, and they extend outward and have a very bulbous uh, tip. So. And it takes like five seconds to do. Yeah. <laughs> And there's like green slime and an explosion. Well, I think the yeah. green slime is inside of all the critters. Well, because that was what I, was... After I shoot them with my gun. It is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that that green slime looks a uh, uh, to me a lot like Halloween candy. Because <laughs> as yeah. the dad said, he said, "Oh, you left your Halloween candy on the floor." Oh right, Ooh, yeah. This Halloween yeah, candy is getting. It would have been cool if there was a like a. Little uh, oh, Easter candy, critter, critter fetus inside or something, you know, like you know how when you get those eggs with the uh, chicken fetus in it. Uh, Wait, how do they reproduce? Are they like budding? I think they run, they roll really fast and they split. And <laughs> I have no idea. I was that's the only You're the I, alien I, expert, I saw yeah. it, but I didn't know what I was seeing. I was like, did they just turn into because well, they have they have eggs, but also they seem to be able to reproduce. Like within minutes, with no eggs. Oh, maybe the eggs are just like their homes, <laughs> like a like a hermit crab. That could be. That could be yeah. definitely. Gotta see critters one. <laughs> Here's a question I had about the critters: Are they poisonous? Mm. When, yeah, when they, they must shoot be their little quill. quills. Yeah. Oh, the quills! I forgot about those. Those are just those. Trank, trank darts to get yeah. you. So they can okay. eat you. <laughs> those, the quills especially are, it's very selective how competent they are shooting those quills. Because in the, when the bounty hunters walk into the hungry heifer, there's like a hundred critters who could, it's seemingly based on their abilities, either bullet at them all at once and destroy them immediately or just shoot like a thousand quills at them. Well, and instead yeah. they just kind of watch and laugh as they get killed. <laughs> That's the thing. They're having such a good time that they, <laughs> yeah. they kind of... They're like, whatever, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out having a blast. Shooting but that's the priorities tra- are uh, mischief first and then food second. <laughs> but that's the tragedy is that's how much fun the hungry heifer is. Like those critters are, When you're there, you're having such a good time. You're like, oh, time to die. Okay, whatever. Let's party. Yeah. And think about it. They're behind the counter. They're working, right? And they're still <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> Yes, a lot and of them I heard. Get, oh, yeah. I, I heard while they were there that they turned a profit for that hour. <laughs> Somehow the drive-through was running. <laughs> yeah. 
They're a well-oiled machine, these critters. <laughs> it was only after that they left the damage that, that that's when it really <laughs> turned sour. Well, I read about that in The Economist. There's like, is there a business model here? Like, if they can have the success but not have the fire explosion, like, maybe... This is like a new slave labor. It was actually the bounty hunters that <laughs> destroyed <laughs> the the system they had going. Well, and so I was thinking aesthetically and like the way that they operate, the bounty hunters seemed like bad guys. I don't know if you got this <laughs> sense. Like they're all in black. Or they're really dark and quiet and they just kill things. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they seem like bad guys. And then I was like, maybe they are bad guys. Maybe the critters are, uh, you know, misunderstood monsters. Yeah, they they do try to eat children a lot, but <laughs> you, you got to eat something. How <laughs> many hungry. children? How many children do they actually eat? Zero. They try a any. lot. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, movie are not good at it. Them. Well, if you think about it, when are you no longer a child? You know, like that sheriff is somebody's <laughs> child, and, and <laughs> that criminal is somebody's child. But see, and I'm sorry to get serious for a second, but this is the part that kind of upsets me about like humanity and like 2018 and stuff. Is here we are, like 2018. We're we're living. Oh, it's not good. Um, <laughs> but here we are living like in our apartments in our cities and stuff, and. We're like judging nature, you know? Mm-hmm. They're trying to kill kids, okay? Deal with it, you know? It's not mm-hmm. their fault. That's how they were programmed. Who are we to say that's wrong? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I can guarantee there's a situation where you're going to try to kill and eat a kid. Mm-hmm. In nature, kids are the easiest to catch. Exactly. It's like, are it's lions like, monsters? It's like poachers in Africa. Like, they're there. They're just there. They have their gun. Like, there's a lion. What do you think? What this nature, okay? Who are we to judge not, is all I'm saying. It's not the poacher's fault that elephants have tusks made of piano keys. They they got to shoot those guys for something. Mm-hmm. And the elephants shouldn't have chosen to have their tusks made out of piano keys if they didn't yeah. want to get poached. <laughs> that's a bad choice. <laughs> and that's day. why the black elephants are extinct, because they had tusks made out of the black key material. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, the black keys. Tighten <laughs> up, man. Every day I just live in fear that I'm going to get called out on Twitter for eating a child. <laughs> That's where we're at now. That's where we're at now. But anyway, so a lot of these a lot of these uh, critters get killed at this point. Uh, they miss the one, and he looks in the mirror, and he says, bitchin', because uh, it blew some of his hair off. I thought that was like that was how we were gonna tell the leader or something later on, but no, I don't think we ever see that bitch in critter again. Throwaway gag that yeah, totally yeah. changed the lore of these critters. <laughs> uh, one of them, like I think he just falls into the fryer. He didn't get yeah. shot, but uh, yeah, that that I actually watch him burn for so long. Yeah, it's yeah. like a five second shot. It looked well, delicious. Yeah, that fryer immediately removes all of his skin and hair, and he comes, and he comes out like red. And, but the the one who gets his hair blown off, I like that one because he says bitchin', and basically he's got this, he's got a Costanza haircut, you know. So <laughs> yeah, you really like him. That. To him, that's really cool. In their society, that's like a cool hairstyle, and that's cool. Reverse mohawk, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, so they they scare off the critters. They go outside. Uh, 
the the nerd Eddie Deason, he comes up and he goes, uh. "What did you 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 ruined my restaurant? There's so much. Who's gonna pay for this?" Like, and he hadn't read the Economist article yet. Yeah. So he no. didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, but but so Lee, she see, sees the the hot bikini babe from Playboy sees this nerd, starts shaking and transforms into the nerd and steals his glasses. Uh, that was so, a very comical moment. This is really when I understood that I didn't understand the mechanics of the shape-shifting. Like, <laughs> when and why do they do it? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were mad at him, so they were like, I'm going to be you now, but I'm not going to hurt you or kill you or anything. I'm just going to be you? Yeah, there was a moment on the spaceship at the beginning where Charlie asks Ugg why Lee hasn't ever, you know, imprinted or, you know, changed his shape. And he said, well, you, you need to find the correct person before you imprint on them because uh, you've got to connect to them or something like that. But uh, so so Lee uh, connects to this bikini babe in Playboy. I mean, not bikini babe. She's a, a naked lady. Uh, and then this nerd at random. And then she's going to change into Freddy Krueger, uh, <laughs> like, immediately after the scene. So she's the nerd for, like, like one minute of screen time. It's just which, for the joke of it switching. Which was the relief. I mean, yeah, we can yeah. all, we're all guys here, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, hey, you know, yeah, hey, you know what I'm about. <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Lee as the nerd sees a cutout of Freddy Krueger because it's suddenly night. <laughs> By the way, it just changed very quickly there, uh, well, and starts shaking. Funny how quickly it gets night sometimes. Yeah. I just got you. Got to say, I got to say that it sounds like you're picking on the movie, but sometimes okay. you turn true. around. Next thing you know, the sun has set. That mm-hmm. is really funny sometimes. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. There's like those Pink Floyd lyrics. It's like you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, coming around to come up behind you again. And I'm like, they were clearly Wait. listening to Pink Floyd when they wrote this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does it say after that? Um, the sun is the same in a relative way, but you're older, shorter of breath, and one day closer to death. Uh, I can oh, probably keep Oh, just like Critters. Going. Just mm-hmm. like Critters. <laughs> that is a lot like Critters when you think about it. You know, if you play that album over the movie Critters, it syncs up perfectly. There's all kinds <laughs> of like crazy little Easter eggs. Oh my gosh, Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, so Lee is shaking. He's going to change into Freddy Krueger. Charlie has been carrying this Playboy this entire time. He whips it back out, shows him the, uh, you know, the, the babe again. Uh, sh- he changes back, luckily without, you know, breaking his shirt this time and everything. Or maybe um, unluckily, depending on how oh, you yeah. look at it. Mm-hmm. I, I looked it up, and so the actress who played that was a Playboy model. I assume the actual Playboy model from that magazine. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. Um, but she died, like, on set. The movie came out. <laughs> 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 Sometimes you have to just be like, I'm not going to be sad. I'm mad, you know? Like, it's okay to be mad about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she really died. <laughs> yeah, she really died in like '92 or something. That's interesting because, like, while I was watching this, I was wondering why isn't this woman in like every movie? I, I don't get it. 
But that's that's why. I, I know that's so sad. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I hope her family just looked to it this up. Podcast. <laughs> I just, I just real nice for them to hear about how influential she still is. No, guys, I looked it up. There's a Critters Two Curse. Scott oh, Grimes no. is the only one still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's anyone able to beat a curse, it's definitely Scott. <laughs> what if Scott Grimes is? Do you the think? Curse? Yeah, do you think he's killing them all? <laughs> well, I did posit earlier that he beat up the bully, or I mean that he went and killed the bully. They made uh, a pact that whoever's the last one alive after this movie comes out gets all the uh, the earnings. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get that sweet Critters 2 money. It's funny. It's funny, Scott. He he doesn't want that cash giveaway. He's kind of fighting it, but... <laughs> I don't know, maybe he's just trying to keep up appearances and <laughs> act like he doesn't need the money. He's already uh, pretty well taken care of in the money department, it turns out. Yeah, he he got all those residuals from uh, the torrent I watched of this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, immediately after changing back into a, a beautiful woman, uh, Lee gets eaten by critters. Uh oh. After she's like so tough and kills so many of them, like she sees critters and she hesitates. She's not able to shoot them for some reason. They jump on her and like uh, eat her entire body down to the bone. You know what it was? She started to become human. um, That was her downfall. Yeah. Like probably between that scene in the hungry heifer and this point where she dies, she just keeps you know, the, the image of these critters in this restaurant having such a good time, earning, <laughs> you know, earning money for this small business, <laughs> that just keeps playing over and over again in her head, and she just gets so much remorse, she just can't take mm-hmm. it anymore. I think that's what happens. Yeah, suicide by critter. <laughs> <laughs> How I want to go. <laughs> Oh, so after she died. Oh, that's that's how the actress died, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ugg finds oh. her arm holding the gun, like her skeletal arm holding the gun, and he is in a deep funk. He loves Lee. That was like his brother or something. I don't know. Yeah. He yells into the sky. Yeah, and he's I think depressed he really, for a while. He really thought they were gonna have sex when this was all over. <laughs> <laughs> really. Uh, let's see. That they, they, everybody in the town is holed up in the church, um, except for the little girl who is riding around on a tricycle outside. <laughs> you know what is funny about this movie is I don't know how the entire time Sky Grimes is like, I told you, I told all of you, <laughs> like, suck my dick. I, <laughs> I was right. Critters are real. <laughs> but no, he's just very cool about it. He's like, well, look, guys, I, I know how to handle these things. And yeah, I'll go save the little girl with my bat. Uh, that was a great, it's a good scene. Yeah. Little girl on her tricycle. Go on, sorry. Yeah, right. So she's on her tricycle outside. She's the only one outside while the entire town is inside the church because there's monsters outside. Uh, she's riding around and wouldn't you know it, the critters start chasing her. Scott Grimes is the hero of the movie, so he runs out with a bat and starts batting them away from the tricycle. <laughs> um, they're just about to get her 
when Scott, you know, he's the ultimate hero. He basically sacrifices himself for this girl. He, you know, tackles her, pulls her off the tricycle, <laughs> puts his body in between her and the critters, and you think that's it. The, it's over for Scott. He's get a goner. But that's when the sheriff, who said he was not going to help them at all, comes back. He, he makes his hero turn. Uh, he shoots all the critters just before they can get to him. Um, yeah, that was a great scene because you thought this guy didn't care, but then he comes and he shows up and he does mm-hmm. care. Um, but he still talks and acts as though he doesn't care, like, all the time. Well, I don't think he cares about the town, but he cares about Bradley Brown. True. So. And he hates critters. Uh, Bradley Brown is what they call Scott Grimes in this movie. Oh, that's confusing. It's like his yeah. nickname, yeah. Like his name's Scott Grimes in the movie, but they call him they're like they call him Bradley Brown as his nickname. Yeah. Well, there are, there are a few times where they just call him Scott Grimes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they go back and forth. Yep. Uh, so the they they go back in the church. They come up with the idea of blowing up the burger factory because they saw in the hungry heifer. These guys love all the burger fixings. Well, there's a factory in town that makes all that stuff. Like. <laughs> I thought when when I found out there was a burger factory, I assumed that just meant that like that was maybe like where they ground the meat or something like that. But no, it's like all the buns are there, all the all the cheese, all the meat, everything. They, so they have everything to make burgers only. So I think what the deal is at the factory, no they famous, make the burgers no. for the hungry heifer, and then they send them, you know, fully made to the restaurant from the like factory. Thinking during during this scene, uh, I was like, I was waiting for the owner of the burger factory to say, uh, "Wait, hold on, uh, what is the plan here again? We're blowing up a uh, what building is it?" <laughs> Well, I think the thing is, Eddie Deason, not just, he's not just an employee at the Hungry Heifer. He actually owns the place and the burger factory. That's why he's so upset that there's so much damage. But then, well, uh, Lee takes his glasses so he can't make it to the, make it to the church to see this plan. But well, it's, it's okay. It's a happy story because he finds out later that, uh, you know, we talked about how they turned a profit in the 35 <laughs> minutes that they were operating the, Happy Heifer, and they actually made like ten million dollars. Oh, wow. wow! So he got to retire on that immediately nice. after the movie. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. It's a, it's a happy, it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a scene right around here that I, I wrote down the dialogue because I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's where um, a bunch of the critters are rolling in the same direction, and someone says, "Where are they going?" And then Scott Grimes goes, "I don't know. Looks like some kind of critter convention." I that was really cool. That was good. That was really good. That was Mm. memorable. I remember that. This was right around the time when people started going to conventions, so that was was really hot. I don't know. Did did you guys make it to CritterCon this year? I know I missed it, but I was there (laughs) last year. No, I went to CritterCon. I went to CritterCon instead. You're one of those guys. Very bougie of you. (laughs) With all the Jacob Kreitz, the other Kreitz fans, Jacob Kreitz fans. Uh, so over the cheeseburger factory, they're stuffing dynamite and, you know, ground beef and they're hiding it under, <laughs> there, there's also a bunch of cooked hamburger patties there, not just the, 
not just the raw meat. There's cooked hamburger patties mm-hmm. that they hide dynamite under. Uh, they they throw cheese over some dynamite. Uh, I thought because, I saw some complete whole burgers. Is that? Yeah, is yeah, that, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess if if the critters see this dynamite, they're gonna know something's up. Uh, they're gonna stop eating and you know leave because they know they're gonna get blown up. That's a classic uh, military tactic, actually. You, you cover all your <laughs> any dynamite you're putting down. You lay it, uh, a layer of trees burgers on top. And, um, <laughs> What about the military tactic to get like a small oscillating fan to descend uh, <laughs> like a scent trail, like three miles away in the outside? And yeah. like they're like, oh, they won't smell any of this gasoline or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ought to see the uh, the military grade stink fans they have. They're they're huge. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can confirm this or not, Casey. It might still be classified, but that's how they got Bin Laden, right? <laughs> Off the record, if, can we stop recording real quick? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how they got him. It was a giant fan. And we knew it. And said, you know, you follow your nose wherever it goes. That's what you do. And, uh, oh, cheeseburger. Is that cheeseburgers? <laughs> yeah, Bin Laden like, well, did that thing where... Nice- American cheeseburger. <laughs> ben Laden did that thing where, you know, the stink lines are going to him and he, he floats up. And, you know, like Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then boom, uh, headshot. Again. Okay. And then there's, there she is, Jessica Chastain, standing next to a, a fan <laughs> with some burger sense. No one else thought to do it, but uh, she was there. <laughs> Uh, luckily, the uh, critters do smell the the fan blowing this air to them. Uh, they all start going towards the factory, and the townspeople like follow directly behind them for some reason. They're like <laughs> following the critters there, and like uh, fifteen feet behind them. Right, exactly. He's like, he's like stand back now. Don't get in their scent line. Like, oh, like, okay. They're ahead all- of this plan. Ahead of this plan, they were like. No one had any confidence. They're like, it's our only chance, but there's no way this is going to work. And then at this point, because they're following, they must be like, this is definitely going to work. So I want to be there to see when all the critters die. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to get in a car and just drive to the next town over. I'm going to walk up. (laughs) With a pitchfork. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the critters decide to stop because they, they notice that these people are following them. They're like, oh, fresh meat right behind us. No, it's the wind changes. Oh, baby. is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but luckily, the wind is the wind is really like a character in this movie. <laughs> luckily, there's a big leader critter uh, that we see for the first time here. He says, "No, we don't want to get those guys. They have bones in them. We want to go eat cheeseburgers at the factory." Uh, which apparently they all know that they're going to a factory. Uh, so he, he's a very charismatic leader. He talks them into it. They were all just singing songs and, you know, telling jokes about cheeseburgers. Yeah, go to White Castle. Like, oh, man, I'm so hungry, bro. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I got the cheese. <laughs> Those were two of the lines from the, I don't know, you guys sure you didn't see it? It's, oh, I'm so hungry, bro, and I want cheese. <laughs> I read the uh, notable quotations on IMDb. <laughs> This is one of those movies where I'm like, how, how do you not include any line in the memorable quotes, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Just put the whole script in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see. So are, are we at the point where they're at the factory yet? Well, the, the wind blows, but then the, the big one says, Hey, let's go get cheeseburgers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they go back and they're all like, okay. And this is the first time we see that there was actually a huge, one of them is like three times the size of all the other. And you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, who's, who's this guy? Yeah. There was a point earlier, I think where they, where they escape from the hungry half or the ones that escape, they like join together to make a ball. And I, I just assumed that they, when they join together, they actually join together into a very large critter. Uh, mm-hmm. but that actually turns out not to be the case because once they get to the factory, they all start chowing down. Uh, and the huge critter, uh, Scott Grimes says to the girl, well, w- look at that. There's this big one in there. Uh, but he starts shaking and wouldn't you know it? It's Ugg. The one that we thought Man. was depressed and was not yeah. doing. Spoiler alert. Miranda, close your ears. <laughs> yeah. Miranda, sorry about <laughs> is, that. Uh, is Ugg a critter? He uh, was well, a critter. I mean. He's a bounty hunter. Aren't we all? He was shapeshifted into a, into a crate. What? Yeah. <laughs> But then he shaped You gotta his... watch this movie. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you need to sit down and watch it. This is kind of like Orville, where it takes like a couple weeks to digest. So <laughs> we've been sitting on this movie for a while now. When I when I meet like if I ever have people over for like a dinner party or whatever, the first thing I ask is like, "Have you seen Critters 2? Starting now that I've seen the movie. And then if they haven't, I'm like, "No, seriously, we're watching it right now." And then I sit them down and we watch the whole movie. And they ask, like, "What are we gonna talk about first? No. Yeah. They say, hey, do I have to watch Critters 1? No, you can skip it. It's- <laughs> I'm like, seriously, th- this is one of those weird ones where the sequel is better and you don't need to have watched it. Because you, a- your brain fills in the lore. You know, people are always like, I need- they're so uncomfortable with ambiguity these days, you know? And this is like 2018, you know? It's like, yeah. I need an- information is at my fingertips at all times. I'm like, be okay with ambiguity. Be okay with, I need to fill in some mm-hmm. of the blanks here, you know? Tim, I know, I know you get that pleasure. You end up, you invite them over. They're watching Critters too. You're just sitting there watching their reaction because oh, you're trying to yeah. get that joy. Me, <laughs> it's better than the movie. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost at the point where, well, I'm actually am at the point where I'm inviting people over who have seen Critters too, who are inviting their friends over who oh. haven't seen Critters too. So they're watching their reaction, and I'm enjoying them watching their friend's reaction for the first time. Yeah. I don't know oh, if I enjoy I don't know if I enjoy more watching critters or watching people watch critters. <laughs> like both of them are so rewarding to me. Okay, so let's let's say, that, let's say you have somebody over for dinner and you go, Hey, have you seen Critters too? And they go, Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> what, what do you do? Marry them. Well, then I quiz them because I don't <laughs> want them lying and getting out of it, you know? I'm <laughs> like, okay, who's the main actor? And like, uh, uh, Scott Grimley. And I'm like, okay, uh, now we're watching uh, Critters 2. <laughs> so, if they say yes, that's when I start taking my clothes off because I know I've made a very real connection here. Normally, that's when I, I can, start to turn into them. <laughs> I can tell right away because a lot of times it's the first thing somebody will ask me and then I'll finish their sentence, you know. So then I know that they've actually watched it. They'll ask, you know, I invite you to my house. You open the door. Hey, how are you doing? And then they say to me, have you seen Critters? I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, have you seen Critters too? And then from there on, yes, we do. We just one time, and- <laughs> one time I went over to a new friend's place who I met um, 
you know, socially, just however you, however you meet people is how we met. Sure. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I opened it, I knocked, I had brought over a nice bottle of wine and flowers and I knocked, I was with my wife and we opened the door and then they said, have you seen? And I said, wait. And then they said, no, I insist. Let me finish. Critters <laughs> one. And I said, oh, oh man. and we left basically. <laughs> there's wow. no, cause you can't and at that. That's the only person I don't want to watch, watch critters too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like spoilers basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, back in the factory. <laughs> This was the point where uh, Ugg takes on his natural macadamia nut phase, and uh, he leaves the factory. They shut the door after a little bit of a struggle with the lever. Um, they blow up the factory, and everybody, the townsfolk, are cheering. Yes, this worked. Uh, we got him. But that's when the friggin' critters roll on out of there. They're all in a big ball. Indiana Jones style. Yeah, exactly. I thought the ball was really cool. I liked the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that when it rolled over that one guy, he turned into a red skeleton on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So my trouble with the ball. <laughs> well, it ripped the car be, door off. <laughs> they seem to be significantly less able to do anything as the ball. They could physically overwhelm one thing, but even then they, this like old, car they couldn't even hurt the old car it was just like running in them and they were shifting whereas if they were like 200 separate critters it seems like they can just go out and kill everyone like they're they seem to be unbeatable as little critters and then they became this huge ball that was basically just an option it was became easier to to destroy them at that point Mm. well the the issue is um, usually that might be right if everybody split up and went their own separate ways, but in the events of the movie, everybody goes back to the church again, and uh, the, the ball is coming right for them because they've all formed up together. So in, in this case, the like becoming the ball was their best their best option because you know everybody's mm-hmm. together where they can easily roll over them and kill them. Uh, so you know you're watching this, you think this is it, they're done for. The critters have won, uh, but that's when. Or, oh, by the way, we forgot to mention it, but earlier Charlie ran away, and you assume up oh, he's back to his old tricks. He's he's a uh, hobo, those uh, are. yeah, drunk. He's gonna and, start drinking again. Yeah, he, he's given up on them, but actually he was running back to the spaceship, uh, so he could come fly in. Kamikaze. Uh, right, exactly. Like I thought. Okay, he's got a spaceship. This spaceship has guns or a missile mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> but no, it just it just you know I goes really straight in. Charlie just made a bad decision, and we were gonna find out that it did have guns <laughs> and that you know, Charlie. Yeah. It so was drunk. <laughs> his ship is destroyed. He's dead. We think. Um, but he saved the day. He killed all the critters. Uh, there are two more movies, so, uh, I don't know. I assume he really did kill them all, and maybe these other ones are from space or something. Uh, but. That sounds right. It's really sad. That was Scott Grimes' best friend. Uh. Mm-hmm. He dies? Yeah, he did a, he did a 9-11 into the rat ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Scott, he was only there for Easter vacation, so he's going back to the big city. Um, he's really sad because he made a really deep connection to this girl. Luckily, they never actually kissed like they were going to, but then the, the, you know, the critters came out of the building again. Um, that was the exact moment when that happened. Uh, so I guess they never really made a, a real love connection, so it's not that big a deal that he's leaving. No, they, they kiss at the end. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, they're about to, and then no. doesn't no, his uncle, like, interrupts them or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah the sheriff, yeah, I thought, interrupted. The old sheriff, he interrupts them, and then they're about to kiss again. And then, and then, uh, no, 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 something happens, and then the sheriff goes, now hurry up and get in here and kiss that, kiss your girl and get in here. <laughs> Oh, that's and right. So, so he bend, bends over, uh, doesn't bend over. <laughs> right, she's much taller than him. <laughs> she's sitting down on the floor. He bends over, kisses. No, she's, uh, he leans in, kisses her, and then it cuts back to, uh, the sheriff, and he's just like smiling, like, yeah, like. Yeah, he was like, watching really intently. Oh, like, great kiss. <laughs> and then, I, tell me, I'm not sure if, this happened or if this was just the dream I had last night, but then they both got naked oh, no. and Scott Grimes was like, it's my first time. Be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, they did everything in the book. Basically it was like a whole laundry list of Kama Sutra positions. Yeah. The Critters three. And then the police come and arrest her because she's much, much older than him. <laughs> I like to, speaking of police, I like how the old sheriff, who was never the sheriff again, right? Um, just, uh, just the current sheriff had died, uh, throws, uh, uh, what's his name? The drunk guy, uh, Charlie throws him the sheriff's badge and is like, you're the sheriff now. Oh, yeah. and, it's, and it's definitely an elected position. Uh, <laughs> well, so. he was already on the bus. Like he was leaving town either way. Yeah. So I like to imagine that maybe at the end of Critters 3, Charlie makes Scott the sheriff. <laughs> he leaves down and throws Scott the badge, and then Scott can throw it to, um, I don't know, a critter a maybe. Critter. <laughs> <laughs> there was a kind of a weird sequence with Charlie where, like, immediately after he died, Ugg became Charlie. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, this is a tasteful tribute to uh, the guy who just died. What, what does like, that? What does that mean? Like Ugg became transformed tra- in a, he like transformed. Like they're like shapeshifter aliens. They can take on other people's forms and stuff. Okay, so, that's so why Charlie it made sense for a literal Playboy model to be nude in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Charlie okay. dies, but then later he shows up with the parachute. Like apparently he had jumped out of the spaceship before it crashed, and uh, he just like walk around like, hey, has anyone seen my? Uh, who knows what he's saying? He's dumb. He's really dumb. <laughs> he's gonna be a terrible sheriff. <laughs> but yeah, I think Casey was going to like after Charlie dies, Ugg takes his form. Uh, Scott is like, "Thank you, Ugg, for your help or whatever." And and Ugg goes, "No, not Ugg, Charlie." <laughs> like he's yeah. becoming mm-hmm. as a tribute. He's now going <laughs> to change his name to Charlie and be Charlie. But then Charlie comes back. That is really weird. Like he like changes identity. He's like, oh wait, oh, never mind. No, I'm I'm ugly again. I'm ugly again. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's, there's a scene where they walk around each other, and like for 1986, they must have spent a lot <laughs> of money for this completely fucking pointless <laughs> scene of these two walking in circles. 
It's terrible. It lasted it so weird. long, too. It was like three <laughs> minutes of staring at each other. Well, well and Casey... They had the money. They, they hired a, a lookalike and all this shit. They're like, we're going to spend at least a minute doing this. <laughs> well, Casey, in, in addition to our military expert, you're our green screen expert, I believe, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so can you critique the, the work on this fine scene? Yeah, so for 1986, what they did probably cost them in the ballpark of like $2 billion. That was, wow. that was like cutting edge. Ooh. You have to get the chroma key and the lighting all right. And, uh, oh, well, they did for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, they nailed it. It was, it was, it was amazing. But wow. You that see was that, like, like, that was like that um, bullet time scene in the Matrix in 1999, and then like every movie after that had a bullet time. Yeah. This was like after 1986, every movie had a two of the same character <laughs> walk around staring at each other scene. It's so good. In this scene, another spaceship also comes down to pick up Ugg or whatever in the background. Does Charlie leave with Ugg, or does he stay and no, be the he sheriff? he stays as the sheriff. For some reason, he's like, oh, I had a good... 30 seconds in outer space or no, I guess it was a little longer. Two it was years, like two but, years. Yeah. 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 Okay. Honestly, that's long enough. I think <laughs> two years in outer space, I'd be. I'd be good. <laughs> well, yeah, it did seem like he was kind of like, is this all we do? We just go around and kill things. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to save things. Some, you know, so Scott Grimes leaves on the bus at the end of this, right? Mm-hmm. Do we think he comes back in Critters 3? We know there's Critters 3 and Critters 4. <laughs> do we think he do comes you, back? or? Do you want the answer to that question? Because I did look it up, oh, and now boy. I know something that you don't know Ooh, about. Do we want to know? Can, do I we can wanna... Google it right now and equalize this situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Miranda's the one that knows. Yeah, well, I so could we'll ask her. Oh, my God. There's somebody, crazy, much, right now. somebody much crazier is in this one. <laughs> Who? Wait, well, Miranda, what was? would you look up? What did I look up? Yeah, yeah what's your information? What's your what's your scoop? No, Scott Grimes, Scott Grimes isn't in either one of them, but Whoa. there is someone crazier than that in Critters 3. Who's that? I yeah, believe Kevin else. I believe Kevin is referring to uh Terrence Mann. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a distinguished professor in musical theater at Western Carolina <laughs> University. No, I'm talking, of course, about Geoffrey Blake. <laughs> no, 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 no. Leonardo DiCaprio is in Critters oh, 3. Oh, yeah. Oh. I did see that at some point. Critters 3 is where Leo DiCaprio plays Scott Grimes' character. They did a lot of makeup. And then he <laughs> discovers he discovers a critter who was left behind but it turns out it's a nice critter and it becomes his friend. That's what happens in that movie. Hmm. Critters, Critters 4 has Terrence Mann <laughs> and oh, Don Hopper. <laughs> Not uh, a lot of uh, stars in Critters 4. So, you know, yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Scott Grimes are really a lot of a, a lot alike. They were both. Hmm. Child actors, they both went on to star in the Critters movies, and now they're enormous superstars. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, Scott's both... hotter, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can DiCaprio sing? I don't think so. That's true. Because Scott can act, but he's also got a voice. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a double whammy. I don't, I don't know what Leo's kitchen looks like, and <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's yeah. Critters 2. I think we, we wrung everything we can out of this movie. Um, uh, I can't believe you guys talked about the movie for so hey, long. Because last wrong, time... Because last time... Make it great. <laughs> <laughs> last time we said we were going to talk about that Orville ripoff show... Yeah. And then we just didn't really talk about it. So when I jumped into this Skype conversation thinking, <laughs> it'll be okay that I didn't watch Critters <laughs> 2, <laughs> it's so wrong. I think it, yeah. it it's kind of magnified by you not knowing what's going on. Like, it makes it seem like it's a lot longer. I mean, it, it has been quite a long time, of course, but... I've been here for an hour and a half, and you guys huh? have been talking about the movie the whole time. Yeah. And That's longer that. than the actual movie. <laughs> the movie itself is 85 minutes um, so yeah we've been talking about it too long let's get to ratings Miranda what do you think <laughs> I gotta give this a 10 out of 10 crites it's got Scott Grimes in it what more could you ask for right okay Casey as the guest you get second after Miranda because she is <laughs> the first mate um, I would say I did not like most of the human characters but <laughs> I Loved the critters, and I thought Scott Grimes was great. So ten out of ten. Great score. Ten what? Ten what? Ten, uh, ten critters out of ten. <laughs> ten. Ten critters out of ten crates. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Kevin, what do you think? Oh, I'm gonna have to give this twelve shiny crate eggs, and <laughs> these are the shiniest crate eggs that you can find. And um, that says it all, because this movie has Scott Grimes in it. That's worth at least nine shiny Crite eggs. <laughs> and then you add in other actors such as Terrence Mann <laughs> and Don Opper. Yeah. And you have this symphony. That's three Crite eggs. And then you add Leslie uh, or Leanne something, <laughs> and she is in there, and that she's like shines up those final three cried eggs to make it. Oh, well, you got the 12. late great Roxanne Carnahan too. <laughs> oh yes, and her two shiny cried eggs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, great score. 14. Yeah. Oh, you had more to it. Yeah, well, it's fourteen now oh, because okay. because of her cried <laughs> yeah. eggs. Uh, how are you, Tim? You know, uh, you got to sit and look at these things holistically. So you you got to start with the flaws. Um, the the biology, the physiology of the crites was a little bit inconsistent. Mm, the um, geometry. The geometry at points didn't make sense. Most notably, <laughs> the bedroom scene with the girl. Um. Some of the characters' the motivations. Geometry, the geometry is perfect. They're all triangles. It's the perfect fit. <laughs> okay, but the sides have to, um, you know, the angles have to add up to 180 inside of a triangle. So mm-hmm. when that doesn't happen. I'm like, okay, it's not a triangle. Um, <laughs> it has three sides, but it's open on the end, you know. Uh, uh-huh. Some of the characters' motivations didn't make sense, and the logic behind the characters made absolutely no sense. <laughs> The nerd character was uh, kind of never really developed into anything at all. It was really just a funny-looking guy and never had anything to do with anything. <laughs> um, the scenes with the crites that were just basketballs covered in fuzz rolling down a, a sidewalk uh, were laughably bad. Um, I could go on, but you get the gist. 
the good parts though um it had Scott Grimes. It was really funny. Um, some of the things they were saying in the subtitles were really good, um, especially that bunny suit scene. Um, so I have to give it a two out of two um, inflating uh, rubber fake breasts. Is a perfect score. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, in a way, I'm almost tempted to give it a better score than an Orville episode. Uh, mm. because watch yourself. Well, <laughs> what do we say every week? We say we wish we could see the characters, genitals and naked bodies. You know, yes. in yeah. this movie, we see this woman's <laughs> breasts. We see her butt in a thong. Okay. She does have a thong on, so it's not her full butt. So that is what's keeping me from getting a better score. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the butthole. This is a <laughs> negative. I- I, t- it's I, I, I do, do want to say, yeah, am I, am I asking to see nudity every week? <laughs> yes. But it's not just any nudity that I'm looking for. It's for the characters of the Orville. That's who I want to see naked. The show has made me care about those characters. So I'm invested in them. And I just, right. I, ca- I care about what their genitals look like. That's <laughs> This lady, I don't have any reason to care about what her butthole looks like. Mm-hmm, I just met her. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, it, it means nothing. If it was Scott Grimes we, we were seeing, you know, the, the oh, bare chest and thonged butt of, then yes, it would I, get a better score I, than an Orville episode. But since you mean, it's you not, mean, you mean, wait, you mean the the adult Scott Grimes, right? <laughs> well, Can in, you this, in this twelve-year-old Scott Grimes in this movie. <laughs> He's, you know, a year out of high school, so uh, oh, yeah, I assume grown. that must have been true. Uh, you know what? I feel like... Sorry. Go ahead. I, feel, I feel like we could convince him to, like, because he's a professional comedian, to like be like, hey, you know, we could tweet at him a lot and be like, hey, Scott, it would be so funny if you did, like, a funny, <laughs> sexy calendar of, like, you and thongs and you, like, riding <laughs> on pogo sticks and, like, you, you know with your legs up past your face and stuff. Yeah. And then he'd be like, Oh yeah, that'd be really funny. And then we'd all be like winking at <laughs> each other. Like, Oh, this is so funny that he's nude. Yeah. In picture. <laughs> yeah. And say like, this is art. Yeah. It would, it would have to be for a joke because you know, money means nothing to this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the madman. Uh, but yeah, so I give it a nine out of 10. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say, um, uh, there's, there's a scene where they're running away from the critters and the bully drives by in his Jeep and they're like, stop, stop, stop. Like, oh, cause the girl's dad just got like shot in the neck and he's like passed out and they're trying to, to like stop and he just drives by them. But then their car is right there. So I was just wondering like, why did they want to, go in this guy's car instead of uh mm. like they were gonna stop him i don't know i just uh, and you then what you're yeah. right i gotta lower my score to, to <laughs> one out of two inflating rubber <laughs> fake breath the geometry of the scene was just not like clicking for me in, in the moment outside of the hardware store where they're loading up the truck in the car like all the townspeople push the the truck and the car away, <laughs> like I think just give them something to do. But I guess, like, was that so the critters wouldn't hear them or something? I didn't get that part. 
so yeah, I'm going to lower it to an 8 out of 10. Yeah, alive for this one moment in Critters 2, and I was like, wow. It was no, when uh, the girl was walking towards Scott Grimes. Who? Uh, the, the the girl <laughs> in high school. His girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend. <laughs> Like the funny. only girl, oh, oh, except the Playboy model. Yeah. You know, you're, you're right, Kev. That was actually a really cool scene. I gotta increase my score to two out of two. Needable <laughs> fake rubber breasts. You know, I have like about eight more notes here. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, are we? Do we want to do another segment? Are we waking up for that? Do we, do we have time? I'm ready to yeah. go if we. Yes. Let's go. It's only like, 10 o'clock like, for me and Rand now. About. Yeah. Oh, and Casey. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, th- this is this is my first segment. I'm really excited to finally bring a segment to this show. I'm so excited. Um, I was doing some market Scott, research. I'm sorry, Tim. I just gotta say thank you so much. If there's one thing this show has been missing, <laughs> it's that there are not enough segments. Yeah. Every week. And I hope we can continue doing this every week from now on. <laughs> Definitely. I'll I'll have no problem. Uh, putting in work for this podcast. Um, so I was doing some market research, and uh, what I found is um, uh, food review is really popular in, in among like podcast fans. Mm-hmm. So um, I figure we could do a snack or whack. <laughs> oh, so we're just going to steal the name of the segment as well from so, Doughboys? Well, not only that, we're, we're stealing a, a Hollywood handbook bit where they stole a Doughboys bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I have um, listeners you can hear, maybe. Um, I have this interesting candy that I found at a local store called um, uh, CVS. Uh, it's called Jolly Rancher Hard Candy. Uh, <laughs> oh, are those new? I don't know. So it's 70 calories per, per three-piece serving. Uh-huh. And so anyway, there's, there's uh, three pieces in the bag, or...? No, it's a lot. It's like uh, how many like servings? Pieces. How many servings in the bag? Oh, about eleven. So it's about thirty-three pieces in the bag. So I, okay, I really so overestimated. Yeah, hundred. Okay. I really overshot <laughs> that it. first guy over here. <laughs> Tim, if we're doing this segment, I would really love to be able to try this snack. So if you could just drive over here, and if everybody could kind of stay on the line while Tim drives over here, it'll only be like thirty or forty minutes. But yeah, we now of course. Um, you know, we all do you, have these, and we're going to test them right now. Uh, no, Greg, <laughs> no one but me has them. Don't, okay, don't okay. I wasn't sure where we were going with this bit. This is a this is a solo segment <laughs> for Tim. <laughs> I really needed the time to shine, so okay. I'm I'm opening up this packet and. Oh, wait, I should do this first. This is like a thing I do. I should read the barcode out. Is okay. there a is there a theme song? I don't know if this oh, should yeah. be a thing you do. Is it snack? <laughs> is it whack? Does it... No, it's... Uh, I, I, have, I made a theme song for this. Oh, it's, please. Uh, uh, snack or whack, it's <laughs> time for it. It's the snack or whack. And that's as far as I got. <laughs> uh, this is really like... Me of, uh, of me. <laughs> uh, so I pulled out one of these... Jolly Ranchers, they're individually wrapped hard candies. Um, it's in like a clear plastic container. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's watermelon flavored, and so it's a nice red. Um, what is it made out of? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, the Where I ripped the bag, it's through the ingredient list, but... You can do it. 
Uh, corn syrup. Oh, uh, no, I don't do that stuff. corn syrup. <laughs> yeah. I don't put that in my body. Oh, yeah. Thank God it's only Tim that has to taste this. Tim, why are you yeah. poisoning yourself? Oh. So what we have here is like, so it's, uh... Is Miranda making a drink, eh? <laughs> Just kidding. So it tastes kind of like watermelon. So what do you guys think? <laughs> that sounds cool. So it's, the candy was entirely pink. Yeah, well, more of a red. Oh, okay. I know you're saying it tastes like watermelon, but I really doubt that. If I, if you ate a piece of watermelon, it probably doesn't taste anything like that. Yeah. And that, so that's just is, what I think. The thing is, it, it does taste like water. It tastes like watermelon candy. Mm. Okay, so that's different. Well, that's, a, that's a different thing. So do you guys like it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I it sounds like- good. It sounds good to me. <laughs> I like that it's entirely red because it does piss me off when a watermelon candy has like a pink part and a white part and a green part. Like you're not supposed yeah. to eat the yeah. green part of a watermelon. It should not yeah. be part of the candy. Exactly. Yeah. They That's don't even really they don't even bother to make That's the green point. part taste like the rind. <laughs> <laughs> it should but be really bitter. I think this I think this segment is very selfish. And well, I'm giving you. Well, I'm trying thing. to give you guys opportunity. What do you think of the candy? And you're like, I don't know. How far ahead did you plan this segment? I happened to be at CVS right before we recorded, and I was like, Jolly Ranchers, and then I was like, Oh, we could talk about this. You uh-huh. plan? You, you know actually? What? You thought about this before this episode? Yeah, maybe 25, 30 minutes before. Yeah. You know what? You know what I ate earlier that was in this bag, this empty bag here. Listeners, you hear this? It's an empty bag. Huh? This is, there was chia, oh no, wait, I don't know what I'm saying. Chai tea flavored covered almonds? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tasty. All right, so the, the really? thing is, I have, I have some of those too, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, I get yeah. what you're doing. Let's do that. I get Let's it. I get that. what you're doing. You're making, I get your point taken, okay? But seriously, can we talk about this not when we're recording? Okay, so, Let's uh. Give me a chance with this segment. Yeah, what do Tim, you guys think of this candy? I, I like Casey, what do you think about the segment? Well, while he was doing that, I put a um, a cough drop in my own mouth. So Okay. Um, <laughs> I would So to me it, it's probably good. Uh-huh. What what brand is the cough drop you're eating? Well, cuz you're uh, comparing your cough drop to his uh <laughs> his watermelon. Yeah, I'm thinking about that watermelon candy. It's probably pretty good. <laughs> Uh, this is a Hall's cough drop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you Tim, know what? I guess compared to nothing that I'm eating now, Tim, I'm going to give it a great, give it a good one. Yeah, I say snack. <laughs> Tim, a lot of times in the segment, like, the the snack will have something to do with the uh, the episode previous to it. So um, do these Jolly Ranchers have some sort of connection to Critters 2 or? Mm-hmm. Um... I don't think so. <laughs> Tim's just looking at the bag like it's going to say critters. Uh, hey, that there gr- the green guy, the green guy on the I'm bag drinking. looks kind of like a critter. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> what is the, the fruits, well, there's cartoon fruits that look kind of like critters mm. a little bit. So I mean, the blueberry eat. here, that's kind of like a critter, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the Critters did eat a cow at one point, so I'm sure there was an unhappy rancher in the movie Critters 2. So that's a, oh, wow. Uh, the opposite of rancher. Keep on sucking. So you guys, 
What do you think of the uh, green apple flavor? <laughs> I'm going to have to give this a whack because it's too much like the critters. The critters are villains. Uh, they're not good. We should not be eating candy that is shaped like them or anything. So I think this is a bad snack. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it a whack, too, because you're really just putting poison in your body when you <laughs> when you ingest that corn syrup, Tim. And I, and I think that you should really just quit the stuff. Just throw the bag in the garbage. That's and fair. Just put it. Um, I'd like to give this a snack because I think it's important that we eat the critters before they eat us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder, yeah, are critters good to eat? Because the one in the fryer looked delicious to me. <laughs> Can you make a critter omelet from the eggs? Is, is there egg inside? Wow, that's a good question. Mm, critter hollandaise <laughs> sauce. That'd be good. Critters Benedict. I've heard that, though that uh. It, it, you really got to pick your place when you're getting uh, Critter's Eggs Benedict because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to really trust that place because that hollandaise sauce... Holiday like once a month. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, do you guys Throwing have any suggestions for how this watermelon candy could be improved? <laughs> Send in your Critter's yeah, recipe. Yeah, give me. Give me one. <laughs> I think wow. you could put seeds inside. It might be kind of cool. Like a nice watermelon seed. It is satisfying mm-hmm. to spit those seeds. Mm-hmm. When you can you're spit outside. it into a spittoon and feel like you're a, a, a just, chewer. Just don't swallow it, because then you have a, a watermelon Jolly Rancher grow inside your stomach. You sound cocky with that that uh, Jolly Rancher in your mouth, and I hate <laughs> yeah, it. So <laughs> there is a warning. I feel like legally we have to give this out. So it says small objects like hard candies may invert, inadvertently become lodged in the throat. So that's uh, just general I'm advice. Small objects, point. be careful. <laughs> you know, I love to spit it out, but it says keep on sucking out there on the bag. So. I mean, that's good advice. <laughs> my, uh, my bumper sticker on my car says that. Oh, no. So I guess this is the point, part of the segment where we rank the, the five flavors. <laughs> Well, okay. In in place of that, I'm just gonna say uh, critter fritters is something that should be. Oh, yeah, those sound good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna give those a snack. <laughs> How about this isn't this isn't snack related? But I did think of it, so now I have to say it. Um, how about a a critteris? Just like a critteris. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh, I pronounce it critteris. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm gonna give that one a, a snack. snack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish we were by each other so we could high five. Oh man, I wish you we guys, were by. <laughs> guys, guys, let's get real for a second. You guys do that? <laughs> Is that normal? <laughs> I don't know honestly, if it's normal or not, but I'd be divorced if it was. Tennis, one of those child ranchers, around here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Keep on just, sucking. <laughs> just take that watermelon jolly Man- rancher, put it between your lips, and just kind of do the ABCs on it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, interesting. And so if I'm ever with a woman who's entirely green colored, I just do the same but with the um the green apple flavor. No, you want to use the blue. Oh, interesting. 
I'm really naive, guys. You, you seem to know way more about this than I do. <laughs> the way things are going, and maybe maybe some standardized tests that you may ha- everybody has to do. Well, I I feel I like know. I feel like Trump's gonna turn everyone gay. You know what I'm talking about? This is what you know. I don't know if I do know what you're talking about. And then he's gonna, and then you're gonna be like, oh, if you can, if you can, if you can eat pussy, I'm gonna, you're gonna go into my camp or whatever, you know? Because he doesn't like that. Hey, this uh, is just totally rumors. I heard he doesn't like it. <laughs> he says it's gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big Sopranos all- fan. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the whole Sopranos about that. <laughs> What is that? Uh, Junior Soprano. There's a rumor that he likes to go down on women, and like it ruins his reputation as a mafioso. Oh man. Mm, yeah. I don't watch. I don't watch those oh. kind of shows. That's like poison for your brain. <laughs> if you think about it, that guy's like a criminal. I mean, Tony Soprano. He's a criminal, really. You should not be yeah. like uh, acting like that's good or something. It's like Breaking Brad. Breaking Brad. <laughs> That should be the Critters uh, remake, Breaking Brad. (laughs) Brad Brad Brown Brown goes goes bad. He starts cooking up critter (laughs) meth. Just a good, just an idea for Critters Five. But yeah, like Breaking Bad, that character. I was rooting for uh, the cop the whole time, just to bust. (laughs) I wanted to get busted. All I know, Team Skyler. All I know is that okay, this see this is where we differ. That his wife was the worst. She was like, oh. "Stop making math." <laughs> no. She was the original Kelly in some ways, yeah. Ex- yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, "Stop endangering my son. Stop no, making math." No, you see, when you do this, people came to our house and tried to kill me. You're comparing Eisenberg to Orville. <laughs> And those two, like one of those baddest motherfuckers ever, the other, uh, like little teacher, like school teacher, you know? <laughs> In his underwear, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just about done with this, um, Jolly Rancher. Wow, that's record time. Oh, thank God. Thank God we're back to talking about that. <laughs> yeah. So, I would say overall, um, it's enjoyable. I think when you're eating Jolly Ranchers, you're having a good time talking with your friends about sex stuff. <laughs> and for this reason, I'm going to give it a snack. Well, that was Snacker Whack. And just like on Chain Restaurant, we'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, this week on the yeah. feedback, we uh, heard from Bridget Mosley. Stop. <laughs> so I hate, I hate Doughboys. <laughs> Don't make me do Doughboys. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to read this direct message uh, thread we had with Jim. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like Doughboys, Doughboys, it's like... They never they, talk about the Orville. They got. <laughs> they do very, very rarely talk about the Orville. And they got some, uh, some intern who's probably got a podcast more popular than all ours already. <laughs> he's not, he's not, who is he? <laughs> Uh, I do want to say I'm glad they don't talk about the Orville because, um, well, I guess they should shut down anyway because Miranda doesn't like them. Yeah. 
But if they do start talking about the Orville, I'm gonna have to tell them to stop and just <laughs> and just shut up. So Bridget writes to us and says, "Yeah, quit following me. Or come get me, dumbass." That's Andrew's mom saying that to us. <laughs> oh my gosh, Bridget. I do think it's important to say this was the first message we'd never interacted with her before at all. Can you read it again? Because it doesn't make any sense. But you did follow her first? Yeah, well, we, fo- we follow I think- everyone. No. Yeah. yeah, I think no, she we're very must selective. have followed us first. There's millions of people on Twitter, and we have only followed a thousand. <laughs> so it's your how selective we are. Yeah, and she says, uh, to reread this, she said, yeah, quit following me. Uh, come get me, dumbass. Ass is uh, all caps. So what... I Does think anyone she, seriously have a theory on what that means? Yeah, and she's playing like a virtual reality Twitter, and when you follow her, it's like you're like following her down the street. And so she's <laughs> turning around and she's saying, "Quit following me!" And then she starts running. She says, "Come get me, you dumbass!" <laughs> she's just kind of having fun with us. I think she's trying to play a little cat and mouse. Uh, we replied and said, Bridget, I would never quit following you. <laughs> she says, then why can't I find you? All in case. Oh, wow. That's, this is about something. <laughs> okay. Here's, do you want to know my theory here? Okay. Bridget is out at the clubs on a Friday night. Her friend, whose name is something like, the Orville. Her, her friend's name is something like the Orville. Uh, Wait, the Orville? The Orville? Yeah. Great. Her friend's, like, her friend's name was like official Orphalia or something. And she's like, where the fuck is my friend? And in that moment, she sees that she's being followed by the official Orville pod. And she's like, doesn't even read the whole thing. She's like, where is my fucking friend? And sends a message to him. Like, get over here and pick me up from the bar. Uh, and then Orville's yeah. like, I'm Stop saying some weird shit to her. And then, <laughs> and she's like, no, seriously, come get me. That girl is probably still at that bar right now. Oh, she's wow. For her friend. So this is poor all our girl. fault, really. Yeah, you stranded some poor woman. It's probably closer to, maybe the person's name's The, the Official, right? Because <laughs> our name's The Official. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Thorville. The Official. Mm. Official. That was actually the most popular woman's name in uh, 1987, I think. <laughs> uh, then we, we responded... Miranda, you're muted. Oh, uh-oh. This is, this is the moment, the part of the episode where Miranda is muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she goes. Is she back? I couldn't talk more about um, Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> no, please. Are you still eating the same one? No, I finished this, and I'm having a green apple one. <laughs> Yeah. It's um, it's pretty good. Um, stop talking about Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> I think they make a tropical flavor Jolly Ranchers too. You should get that one for next week. Only if he can share with everyone. Yeah, Tim. I should really share. Yeah. Hey, did you talk about uh, Kevin's trip to the Bahamas? Oh yeah, how was that, Kevin? Uh, it was okay. It was hard to get around with all the Orville 
yeah. being played all the time. And were you able to avoid it? People had this new these new technologies where like the shirts would be playing gifts from uh, the finale. <laughs> so I'd ha- so I'd have to uh, kind of like I'd give people like a an extended Buddhist palm to the chest, you know, <laughs> just kind of shove them onto the floor and yell at them. Stern but fair. Yeah, I'd yell at them to get down, and then I, they'd get angry. I'd explain my situation to them, and once they realize that I'm holding back on watching the season finale, they kind of <laughs> understand. Then they kind of gave me a couple of the locals, guided me through the city, told, showed me the back alleyways for the others who haven't um, seen the finale. There's actually a strong group who are also withholding uh, from seeing the finale in the Bahamas. So For the same nice. reasons as us? Same exact reasons. <laughs> it's kind of like showing you how um, much like, you know, the teachings of, you know, Jesus and Muhammad and others is all very similar. Um, you know, this like this Orville religion is kind of finding whole it's like footholds in, you know, places all around the world. It's so inspiring. It really is. I should say for some of our listeners, that story might have been a surprise. But for those of us who know Kev. Basically, every time he goes to a foreign country, he goes, he finds like the market, like the densest part of a city, and then points at someone out and then just yells, get down, and then starts <laughs> knocking people over and runs up and gives an extended Buddhist hand punch. Basically, every story ends with that. Well, that's how they start. I explain my situation to the person I've just uh, broken the rib cage of and... Uh, you know, after a trip to the hospital, I sit with them for as long as it takes to heal. And then, uh, you know, we build a friendship over that time. And, yeah, so. Uh, Watch out, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to break in here, but, uh, I've been drinking since we started recording and I have to pee uh-huh. so bad. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to take my first effort break. Uh, you guys can continue talking about, you know, Kevin or whatever, and I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah, well, so this is the segment where we just talk about Kevin, and um, <laughs> this is one of my one of my least favorite segments. <laughs> this is a segment called "We need to Talk About Kevin." Yeah, we need to talk uh, about Kevin, uh, and but it's very positive. Um, no, 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 it's not. Kev talks about Kev. It's we archery. Um, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Just no, go no, ahead. no. Yeah, I, so Tim, Tim, what do you think about Kevin? What do you have to say about Kevin this week? Yeah, so the thing. The thing about Kevin, um, it's like, you know, you know how there's a thing, there's like a person who you're like, yeah, he's cool and stuff, and like, yeah, he's awesome and really fun and like, mm-hmm. could probably be my best friend, and he's like a really cool guy. But then also you're like, but really, you know, sometimes you're just like, really? Like, mm-hmm. is this, is this really? Mm-hmm. Really? Like, this is really, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of what I've been feeling about Kevin lately. Miranda, how about you? Anything? Uh, any thoughts about Kevin this week? I really don't think about him that much, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> don't have that much to say here. And uh, you, Casey? Um, yeah, I just think uh, all these trips out of the country are a little bit suspicious. Um, <laughs> you got to wonder what some guy's trying to hide from if he's spending so much time in these third world countries like Japan. Mm. Just, you know, All right, Kevin. All right, Kevin. Now you can talk about what were you saying about archery? Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I've just been learning archery. I don't know. That's really cool. What do you yeah. shoot? Are you, doing a, 
Uh, arrows. <laughs> nice. You got a you Reddit bow switcher. You, uh... <laughs> Say it again. You got a compound bow, or are you all uh, organic? Uh, whatever, whatever is better for the grip. Okay. Did, this, did you just make all this up? Have you ever done this? <laughs> like I shoot arrows and I use whatever <laughs> bow is right. Well, yeah, it's all about grip sensitivity and uh, all about the feel and the basically what you want your forefingers and your pull fingers to feel the elasticity, but also the tension to be equal. And like when you release it to have like kind of a, uh, like a, like a wave, like you're, you're right wave and a, oh, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> continue. No, 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 no. What were you saying? <laughs> something about a wave. Oh, no, 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 Don't worry about it. Okay. Then I don't know where we are. <laughs> uh, uh, is, it, is it time for, uh, golden Oreos? I think it is. Oh my god. I mean, I can do another flavor if you want. <laughs> wait. Did you guys, wait, did you even talk about the Scott Grimes tweet, Twitter thing? No, oh, we didn't finish. Whole, oh, that's a whole nother episode. We didn't finish Bridget. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, she, she gets crazier. We didn't get to the group chat. <laughs> yeah, she do... starts a group chat. And it's... <laughs> she just says more crazy shit. Yeah, oh. she, she's, a, she's a weird person. Explain. Uh, I'll just read her her largest uh, uh-huh. message. Yeah. I'm not having a nice day. I haven't got nothing, nobody that includes human touch because the so-called man person in the other room can't deal the reality. I'm doing all, and he won't let me touch him. I need human touch, and right now I will tell every fucking person off I know how to and have the right as long as I'm not threatening, threatening any lives, business, etc., or myself, I will enforce my rights. I really need companionship, good meal, a fucking cigarette, and face-to-face human contact. There's the first oh. period. That's uh, my other bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Won't take no more. If you are who you are and love me, then do something. I'm alone. I love the cats, but not same as human. Otherwise, I will shut phone down, not respond. Then what? Um, and then Jorge Orozco left yeah Jorge Orozco I don't know you didn't like you didn't like what was going on in the group chat there well this was a really interesting um, group chat because it finally got those two biggest Twitter accounts the official at official Orville and funny tweets trademark in the same group chat oh yeah Tina Belcher's face as their uh, (laughs) So yeah, that's that segment. Golden Ori's, uh, <laughs> it goes to Miranda as always. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 System. <laughs> System. <laughs> I mean, uh, who else could it be? Come on. Who else could it be? Everybody else gets Sapphire Stars this week. That's oh, okay. that's good. Oh. That might be better. No, no, I it's think it's much worse. Sapphire is definitely more valuable than gold, right? <laughs> well, you're the numbers guy. Look it up. Okay, I'm checking. Uh, yeah, uh, yep. Sapphire. <laughs> one sapphire is worth uh, two okay. and a half gold. Oh, okay. But I just, I just looked up something too, and it says, "The love of friendship." 
imbued within a golden ori is worth more than any other award. So you're saying we all, (laughs) we're almost getting the most here. No, I'm saying I am. <laughs> no, she's saying there's like love and friendship inside a golden ori, like a Ferrero Rocher, but uh, with, uh <laughs> Maybe if you get one someday you'll understand. Oh shit. <laughs> you just guys, I'm trying so hard. I had a whole segment and it went really well. <laughs> you know like sapphire's worth more than gold, right? But an ori is worth so much more than a star. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I see where my formulas you, are wrong. Tim, if you ever want to win the Golden Ori, I would really recommend um, acting like you can't be on the episode and really <laughs> like planning on not being on the episode, so not doing any preparation for it, but then just like showing up at the last second, and everybody will be so glad because they because they weren't expecting you to be there. Mm-hmm. That's where I went wrong on that episode where I didn't watch the episode. <laughs> I didn't pretend <laughs> like I wasn't gonna make it to the recording. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tim, I re- retroactively give you a Golden Ori for that episode. Oh, yes! Oh, wow. uh, whoever got it that week, I don't remember, but uh, they still get probably, theirs as well. Probably but, me. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, <almost> definitely. <laughs> History will. Uh, Kevin, you get a Golden Ori as well for uh, being yeah. there um, right cool. before you leave us for seven weeks. Yeah, I d- and I just want to say to all my fans that I'm going to be back, and <laughs> when I'm back, there's going to maybe even be new episodes of the Orville, and um, I'm, I hope nobody watches the finale without me. <laughs> You're going to be gone Definitely. that long? <laughs> yeah, I tried to look up to see like when it's coming back, and it said probably uh, late in the 2018-2019 season. Uh, so probably like next year, basically, is when oh, man. it's going to come back. Man. It's pretty sad. Damn. Well, we should probably wait to watch the finale until fucking like halfway right through that season. <laughs> I wish I could just hibernate till then, really. Oh, yeah. Just freeze me in ice until then. Bro, send me the space. <laughs> just How many Jolly Ranchers do I have to eat to... <laughs> Dude, I don't know. You know, like honestly, the Jolly Ranchers they last so long in your mouth, and they stay flavorful the entire time. So you know, it could only yeah, be like where was three. this enthusiasm in the segment? <laughs> it could only be like three Jolly Ranchers because those things are freaking delicious, man. From the watermelon, the sour apple, the blueberry, the grape. I mean, I, I love them all. <laughs> in the in the segment, you're like, I don't know, I've never had a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, before. I thought you never had a Jolly Rancher like the rest of us never have. I'm sorry, I just like checked my bank account and the money from Big Jolly Rancher has gone through, and I am just elated to talk about this this candy, this hard candy that you got. Oh, wait, keep it's a on. hard candy. It will, it's a hard candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I love yeah. Jolly Ranchers. They last so long. You can eat them. Uh, yeah. You know, you can sometimes just crunch them, and, like, they don't even hurt your teeth. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, cool a technology they have. <laughs> um, so it seems like we're winding down, so I'd really like to make a, one last suggestion before we all go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that this episode is like two and a half hours long, so I thought maybe you might need to 
um, cut something, and I was going to say you could cut the parts about Critters 2 because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. So, folks, if you see this episode and it's like 45 minutes long, that's because we cut, you know, two hours worth of talking about this movie, Critters 2. I think we should cut, like, all the Critters 2 talk, make it its own episode, and then everything else will be its own episode, too. So, <clears throat> there'll be lots of gaps. We talk a lot about Critters 2 in the Jolly Rancher segment, though. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. true. And if you tell me you're cutting the Jolly Rancher <laughs> segment, I'm, I'm flipping out. I'm quitting <laughs> over that. Me, too. And you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm going to be extra pissed because I love Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without the Critters talk... Uh, Critterist doesn't really make sense, and that was no. the best part of the episode. So. No, I think I think that can stay. I think, <laughs> I think it was all worth it just for that, really. So next week we're gonna do three hours of Critters three, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna record an episode next week, and also it doesn't even have Scott Grimes in it. <laughs> we have to we have to have an episode to talk about that Scott Grimes Twitter thing. Oh, definitely. Man, it was Scott Grimes. I'm, I'm going to tease it now. Scott Grimes' Twitter meltdown. <laughs> it, it was a bad look. Scott Grimes loses it as he gets dragged by official <laughs> The Horse Podcast. I love Scott, but I don't know what he was thinking. Scott Grimes' tail between his legs much? <laughs> Maybe that's what we talked about in the first segment before we talked about Critters 2. Who knows? <laughs> Yes, this is a four-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be because we started this, the Critters 2 segment, talking about how welcome back. And... <laughs> uh, we were halfway done by then. Maybe yeah. maybe we lost that segment <laughs> from before. I could always put a warning at the beginning or uh, uh, an apology. Uh, who knows? Who done? knows? Something will happen. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs>